Fuck your faces. Wow. No, that's Cunts. not how we want to start. No. Whoa. Sorry. We can ride if you want to. I'm not sorry, can actually. I said I'm sorry, and I, I lied. Because you your yeah. friends don't ride, and if they don't ride, well, then they're no fuck friends. Your face, you <laughs> I and just want to curse a lot. And we can sing <laughs> just, and something else. I don't remember. <laughs> we found out. 12. We found out we have quite a significant audience in Australia, so now we want to fucking talk about Australian things. Yes. We got oh, the entire episode. I know Because of that episode that we were fucking with the... The whole Australia's, Australian stuff. Yeah. I actually, I listened to Minute Work Did on you? my ride up to Pierce. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Come from a dun 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 dun. Everybody it. in Australia right now is like, you fucking can't. There's way better music. <laughs> yeah, like, have followed you heard by Silver Chair. <laughs> and fucking, yeah, Silver Chair's rad, actually. They actually were throwing. Yeah, and they're still rad, actually. Well, well, hands they like houses. Anybody? Nobody no, knows that me? but you. Only Everybody you. knows hands like houses. Come on. None of the new bands they're, do I know. They're and they're, they're probably 20 years old. I don't know them. Somebody's like, going to have my back on this. I don't know any I have my back on Hands of Houses or I quit. Can I ask this? It's been good working with you, Shaden. See you, buddy. <laughs> like when I was growing up I knew all of I, my parents for some reason they, they taught me all the famous people that they grew up with and even some of the famous people that they were kids growing up with right yeah my dad too right yeah. and so I know all the famous people for like three generations and then my kids generation grows up and they're like we don't know your bands dad we yeah. don't know who's Pearl Jam, and it's like, dude, what the? F- we played it in the car yeah. for a hundred years. They had like, headphones on. You're like, you're like I thought. Right. I thought that was a punishment. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like whatever. No, and it's just strange because now I look at the at the people that are famous for, and it's just you know getting older and all that stuff. But you look at. I wonder if my parents didn't know my generation stuff too in the same way. I'm sure that's probably true, but they probably knew the actors. They're like, oh, I saw him in the movie with Harrison Ford. I guess he's fine. That Brad Pitt child, whatever. <laughs> you know, my dad embraced it. But now I'm looking at these people and I'm like, I have no idea who fucking 99% of the people on the Tonight Show are that are getting interviewed by, you know, the Tonight Show's still on. Yeah, or, you know, whatever. The fucking well, whatever. <laughs> you know, <laughs> fucking Jimmy, know. Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, the, the whoever's on those shows. I'm I like, like I have either one of those. No guys. idea who you're interviewing. But they're like Conan's all right though. I can get, I can get down on he's, Conan O'Brien. He's okay. He's good. I like him. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna go down on Conan O'Brien. Is that what I heard? Might. I think that's what he said. He's a good looking guy. He's what got episode? a tall forehead like I do. <laughs> what episode is this anyway? I don't know. This is episode 27. 27. This is the Mike Trout. I believe this is Mike Trout. No. I veto that. Or it's a 2.7. What's your 2.7? 2.7. There you go. Is, hey, that's a good one. Yeah. 2.7 I like. Uh, Marvel Deadpool issue. Oh, for fuck me sake. Number, I'm, even I'm going to go nerd down. Nerd I got to put up with your guys' sports bullshit. You will sit here <laughs> Deadpool's and you will the listen. only one that I like because he was the anti-superhero. <laughs> right. So I'll, I'll so give you that. He'll take that. Deadpool, He's giving you a thing. Deadpool issue number 27 has a Guinness World Record for the most comic book characters on one cover. Really? You fucking yeah. Are those all the fools that died, that he killed? Probably. I don't know anything. Okay, about how about this one? You guys don't like that one? Uh, there's 27 cubes in a Rubik's cube. Fucking, I'm taking that. I'll take that. Okay. That's nerd. I like better. that. that, I like that a little better. You yeah. That? What about John Steinbeck? John what about Steinbeck? John Steinbeck? He was born on February 27th, and he wrote 27 books. I, I would never have guessed including that. of mice and men. It would have taken right. I would have not guessed that one for 27 at all. Mm-hmm. Bruce Lee was born on November 27th. Fuck yeah. I've been to his gravesite. Have you guys? One of the times I got married was on the 27th. <laughs> Just one of them. Didn't fucking work out. Also on November 27th, Queen's Somebody to Love was released. Somebody. 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 To love me. 
That was me singing. What about Jeffrey? You'll probably like this one. Eddie Izzard ran 27 marathons in 27 days. That's pretty fucking impressive. Right. Dude. But not as impressive as the Iron Cowboy. Not as impressive as this Dirk. Sorry. Eddie Izzard, the comedian? I'll see myself out. I can't answer that. I'm reading facts off of a, a website, Izzard. so they're okay. obviously true. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking Eddie Izzard, like the stand-up comedian from England, from England, and that means he might have been wearing a dress or high heels, and that's super impressive. Wow, that'd be that's rad. Rolls. <laughs> but I might be uh, messed up with the names and all that stuff. Well, welcome to Jar 27. I'm the fucking Peebaw. I, I am still the Poobah. Still the Poobah. I'm still Bear Bear. I'm still Bear Bear. Bear He's, Bear 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 Bear. You know, of, of I don't three understand the ball part. Because so. it, the ba signifies uh, that you it. wear a silly hat and that you're in charge of the, the This little, happens to be a sweet hat. It is a sweet hat, so you can't really be a ba. Yeah. This is a silly hat that we're I'm kinda, wearing. We're kind of all wearing sweet hats. Yeah. It's, it's a hat day. <laughs> yeah, we put some effort into their, into their headgear today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> I, it's because God has made it so I must do so. Yeah, uh, it's mostly because it's cold outside, and if I take my head off, it'll fr- my hat off, my head will freeze. Yeah. Baby, it's cold outside. It is fucking You can't cold sing that anymore, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> I can do what the fuck I want. Yes, you Because I live on the earth. Absolutely. I mm-hmm. also live here. All right, the Mike Trout episode. We're not going to talk about Mike <laughs> Trout. But we do want to say, uh, we want to do a couple of would you rathers before we get to our normal show. Uh, getting into the deep end of the pool right off the bat. And I also have a couple of things that I didn't run by you guys that I'm going to throw at you here too. So, <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, why not? Surprises in life. How <laughs> I like a surprises. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll toss out a few uh, would you rathers for you, you gentlemen. You're going to have to take it with us. And how dirty are these going to be? This going to be dirty. I don't want to. No, no, I'm not leaning for dirty ones. I'm. Le- don't I'm make I was, me I went, my. I went looking. I scoured the internet for uh, difficult ones. Like I wanted ones that aren't like. Oh, obviously oh, that. Like I want. I want some good. Like, let's make Zach look more like a moron than he already well, does. That, I feel like that's what. That's, that's the essence of a good. Would you rather? Fuck. Right? It has to be so a it's really not, hard. So it's going to be like you got to marry one, kill one, fuck one. No, oh, it's okay. definitely not that. Gotcha. No, I'd just kill them all. Kill them all. <laughs> he was just Metallica, nineteen eighty-three. <laughs> okay. Eighty-two, um, eighty-one, eighty-two, eighty-one. Help me out. No life till leather. Zach's <laughs> just—he's just. He's just <laughs> I have not slept a lot this week, but I'm loving it. I did this to myself, and I'm loving it this week. All right, but would I am you, fucking stupid as hell. Would you rather know the date of your death or the cause of your death? Ooh, the had, cause. If you had to know one, the cause. Why? Because you'd try and circumvent it. Yeah, he would. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. But, but want, it's written in stone. I'd want the date. What if you were going to die of... I already know how I'm going to die. Horrible renal failure. I know how I want to die, and I know how I'm going to die. Jeff want, will be bear I want, I want a bear Predict. fight, but I'm going to trip on my cat, putting on my socks, <laughs> hit my head on the cat, get a concussion, and die. Okay, can I throw this real quick? Every time something like that comes up, and I know it's O.J. Simpson, and sorry to his mama and everyone's mamas, but the scene in Naked Gun, where he... Have you seen Naked Gun? It's been so long Either of you seen Naked Gun? I've seen oh. it, but it was many, many moons ago. There's just a scene where he hits his head and smack. I mean, there's two scenes where he just gets... I think the whole point of his character is he just gets fucked up or is by his environment, so he steps in a bear trap and gets his hand burned. But the one that they do, he's like in a cabin or like on a, on a pier or something like that. He's in a, in a room... It's the fucking best of those kind of physical comedies. And whenever anybody does that, I just think of O.J. Simpson, of all people, but just ah! with his hand on a fucking burning iron and then stepping in a bear trap and all these fucking over the top. Sorry. I know some other people think like I do. One or two of you is like, yeah, dude, fucking I saw O.J. too. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. Back to the would you rather. Yeah. What about you, Zach? What the fuck was it again? I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I want to know the date. I'd like to know the countdown. 
I'm that kind of cunt. You want to know the date and not the how? I don't care how. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. I'm with you because if I know, if I'd I want to circumvent. If I know the date, I know exactly how much time I have left to get my shit done. Yep. Then I would plan accordingly. And I would, I would just, pot, I'd get all my work that I've done in my life, and I'd try and organize it, and I'd be, be like, my luck, I'd be like, that's today's date. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> exactly. That would be kind of weird. Like, yeah, there's let, a, let there's me a know. Movie it's based like this next week. Uh-huh. You pull up the app, and then it gives right, you the you. time that you're gonna die. Oh, really? Or, or the yeah, the date that you're gonna die, the exact time that you're gonna die. I don't know. How come you don't want to know uh, the exact time? Because I want to live like I'm dying every day and just go do cool shit all the time. And so it could be coming at any point. That's a good call. So if I actually know, then I'm, you know, I I don't know. That takes life less exciting. Yeah, it does. Makes it. Well, you could lean into stoicism, I guess, too. All right. What do you, what what did you say? You said same. You want to know the date. I want to know the date. All right. If I have to choose. Uh, Two against one, you lose, Jeff. Empirically, oh. you're wrong. <laughs> you, you lose. You're a democracy. See how that works? All right. That's negative one points for Jeff. <laughs> Minus five Angus bucks. Would you rather be the person who flips the switch during executions or the judge who decides who should be executed? I want to flip the switch. Oh, fuck. Well, and then here's why. And they act, this is actually... Well, sorry. Can I, can I say the why? You say all yeah. the things. All right. So... It, no, you can't explain yourself. You what? just have to condemn. <laughs> Let us condemn you for a couple sentences. <laughs> well, when they do executions, like even, let's say, lethal injection, it's all set up by machine. So they have three people pushing buttons at the same time. Um, so you, so they don't have to live with, somehow don't have to live with the guilt of actually being the one that pushed the button. So there's three people that push the button together well, like they don't two know. out of three of them not hooked up to exactly yeah. everywhere they do that all over the place that's, or just... that's pretty common yeah. wow huh yeah we don't shoot people to death anymore right or any of that stuff yeah electric chair same kind of thing three people pulling levers only one of that kind of sucks works. i feel like somebody should take responsibility well <laughs> the fact is <laughs> you're going to want if to you're one of the three yeah. you're going to feel as though you did it anyway i guess you could have some weird cognitive cognitive distance of like well it wasn't me it was fucking bill bill did it right <laughs> bill's the killer not me right but when you've had to kill people but if at it's some your point job, you're like yeah it's you know i mean, I mean it is job, what it is i just feel like the executioner is such an interesting archetype you know like it's totally an archetypal character all fantasy shit anything has got a fucking headsman or something oh yeah you for know, sure like the guy like sir and he doesn't sir, fit sir in Ilan pain in fucking game of thrones for all the other nerds out there he's just like he didn't have a tongue either, so he couldn't talk. He's just this grouchy, fucking tongueless. <laughs> they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> if, they, if they didn't have that position for him, what would he do besides that? It's like, what other job would Ilan Payne do? What? Who? What? The We're executioner. talking about Game of Thrones. He's, he's talking about the, oh, the, uh, the arc. Absolutely. I know yeah. all about that. I knew, I knew you'd he's have talking about. I didn't know. I've never seen it either. Uh, he's talking about the archetype, the kind of person that would be an executioner back in the day. Like what? What kind of position would so you they had have to in turn the him somewhat besides, in, You had to turn him somewhat into a monster. Anyway. Where else do you put him? Oh, I got you. Yeah, but you're saying, you know, I I think I'd be. Yeah, it's Bill that you see at the grocery store. That's who does it, <laughs> right? No <laughs> yeah, shit. Just a normal dude. Yeah, just like the most vanilla Maybe's, dude you can possibly find. <laughs> he's at he's at Home Depot showing you how to. This is the right lumber you'll want. And he's like, he, I want to cut your fucking head off, bitch. <laughs> he like sets aside his uh, scientific calculator and comes up there with a fucking pocket protector. He's just like, okay, it's just tough day at the office, honey. <laughs> 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 what what would you do? What would who would you prefer to be? Uh, the judge or the executioner? 
That's a tough call because I feel like if I was the judge and I sentenced somebody to death, I would already be responsible for it. So I feel like I should be the one to do it. Mm. We can't be Judge Dredd. This isn't part of the... Yeah, I would rather (laughs) kill my own meat than contract other people to do it for me. Well, I mean, just just taking responsibility for the decision. I feel like as a judge... I I feel like as a judge, you would take it a lot better or a lot more seriously if everybody that you sentenced to death, you had to... You had to end them. I don't think you should eat the the guy. But you can. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Reduce, Semantics. reuse, recycle. <laughs> I mean, let's get some use out of this. Soylent <laughs> green is us for them. Sorry. Uh, I guess I'd choose judge. Judge? Yeah. Okay. Fucking A. I, I think I wouldn't want to be a judge just because you'd have to deal with a lot of fucking lawyers and shitty folk and have to listen to bullshit every fucking day. So just you have me an immunity, accident. so it really doesn't fucking matter what you decide. True, but you have to listen to them. You have to listen to people's bullshit. No, they got a chambers. They just go in the chambers. But don't you have to matter. listen to the lawyers talk? Yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so all of that sounds like such a turnoff that I'd just rather get my hands dirty and cut a guy's fucking head off. Perfect. Or flip the switch. But I don't want either. I fuck all that shit. Can I just? Not no, you be have part to choose. This is would you rather? I think I'm. You have to choose. Every time, more and more that we do these shows, I want to move out into the woods like Jeff. <laughs> just as long as I can have nice internet, I just want nice internet in the woods, and I'll be fucking happy. Give me nice internets in the woods. That kind of defeats the purpose of moving. No, in the quit woods. saying shit like that. I, I just want squirrels for neighbors. That's the purpose. Well, you don't but leave the house, the so you could actually get a house in the wood and woods and have that, right? So that's that's possible. It's it's a it's that's a reality for you. I just want a little complex where my band lives, if that's cool with my band. Cool. Like so are you judging people or killing them? <laughs> I already said, didn't I? I'm, yeah. I'm killing them. He's killing them. Okay, We're all killing them. Right. I don't want to be a judge well, only you're because doing both. it's annoying. I just I you just picked both do. still for some reason. No, I picked judge. He picked okay. judge. Yeah, he's a judge. See, none, right. of, us, none of us really listens. To We're not listening. <laughs> We're waiting for each other to stop talking so we can talk. All right. Here's, Fucking here's a little. Here's one a little more far out. All right. Would you rather fight? A chicken to death every time you get into a car, <laughs> or fight an orangutan to the death once, once a, a year, year, but you get a sword. Ooh, I think I heard this on Is We Dumb. I think is <laughs> oh fuck, I don't know what they said. Doesn't matter. This once, is our show. I know. Of course, it doesn't matter. I want to hear what you guys think. I'm not fighting chickens every fucking day. Every time I get in my car, I'm just not doing that. So I, I, I put. A, I would train. I would train an hour a day to fight that orangutan with a sword. I get a. And the orangutan gets a sword, or I get a sword. It just says you get a sword. Oh, I get a sword. Fuck yeah. He's an orangutan, dude. He just rip your arms off. Yeah, true. But I would I mean, rather fight the chicken. That's a quick fight every time. No, once a I, year. Just twist it. I put a chicken there. in a guy's patrol car one time. That was pretty awesome. How big is this? Did you really? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> Such and a good and it, it, it had been in there for a really long time. Oh, it shit. shit all over his car. <laughs> Which made it even better. Oh, he didn't have to clean it, though, right? Fuck yeah, he did. Did he? He had to clean his own car? Yeah, shit. His car. Is that how it goes? You guys don't have a special service that the. Those are called details. criminal helpers, and I don't want them in that portion of my car. Fair <laughs> enough, <all right. laughs> okay, uh, so Jeff takes chickens. Zach's uh, leaning I'm, towards orangutan. I'm training every day, <laughs> and you've, that's that's lunch every day, just given to you. All I you got to do is kill it. The only reason is I kill I my love own my wife, already. and she loves our chickens. And then I think of, of chickens that are ours, and my wife crying, so I'd have to fight an orangutan. Well, she's talking <laughs> about the chickens being cold outside. The best place you can warm them up in the oven. No. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I mean, it's not the best place for their practical purposes and not best her crying. Best place for 
that baked in flavor. <laughs> <It's best laughs> for <smell of> deliciousness. <laughs> All right, see, what about you? I see the logic in your position, Jeff. I thought about that too. I was like, it's an easy fight. Like fucking free food every day, and my life's not in danger. Um, that does you, make you sense. You can okay, kill yeah, a chicken free food every day and clean right. that thing. You can just stand on their wings and you pull them by the feet. I mean, you can gut them and clean them in a matter of sick you'd be three minutes. Chicken. You'd be so sick of chicken. You after. know how much chicken I eat as it is? Well, that's fair. That's true. You are a chicken machine. They'd probably, you'd probably want more chicken. You can flavor it so many different ways. still buy chicken. It really doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> this yeah. is, wait, no, this isn't, this isn't every day. This is every time you get in your car. Yeah. I'm so okay with that. If you're just like in and out of your car, you could fucking feed a whole goddamn village. You really should take the chicken it'll, option. It'll force you to structure your life. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll go to the grocery store instead of sending some poor country for you. <laughs> Throwback to last week. Yeah. The, during your professional career, that would be a hilarious thing for you, though. Like every time you got in and out of your patrol car, you just, you just come home with an entire trunk full of dead chickens every day. You can't eat that many chickens. I mean, I can't imagine. I, I never did count. Like how many times I gotten in and out of a car oh, in a day, man, but no they, I, some days probably upwards of 70, 80 I was times. I gonna say it's got to be approaching a hundred a lot yeah. of the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are pretty good springs and fucking. There's little... a reason my hips are fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No shit. The, t- the <laughs> car, just, the car got, doors holding the sidearm, sidearm on one hip and a pellet gun on the other hip every time. Well, it doesn't say how I have to kill him either. I can <laughs> start, just start shooting in my car every time I go in. <laughs> this one's for the chicken. This one's for. The no one would fuck with you. Especially if you didn't explain why you're doing that, just every time you open your car door, just <laughs> pellet gun. <laughs> just making sure. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Be fun. So I'm leaning towards chicken. The only reason I considered the orangutan was because that's kind of badass. Like, it's because yeah. like, you want a fucking like, sword. Like, you like what a nerd. cool story, though. It's like, well, yeah, once the a odds year, are you're getting killed. Once a year, you're definitely going to die. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That like, 25 that's, foot that's rule like, doesn't even work with yeah. an orangutan. I mean, you got like one swing at its neck. You got one shot. With a sword. <laughs> exactly. But how big is the sword? That's what I was thinking. It's like it's a big broadsword, and you get one swing. I'd be training. I'd be training with the most badass. Uh, Miyamoto Musashi style fucking modern day samurai on yeah. quick you draw. Still... Just quick draw techniques because that's yeah. all. That's the only. You're only gonna get one of these. Yeah, that's it. But you still <laughs> rips you your fucking that. arms off and beats you to death. Like, yeah. If you stab him, he's not just gonna go fall over dead all of a sudden. He's still got a lot of fight in him before he bleeds. No, out. That's what I mean. You got yeah. a quick draw, chop his head off. That's why. That's why <laughs> that's I choose. I chose poorly. I, did. I chose my death after a year, or for the first year, it's death. I'd come. I'd come though. I'd come and support you. Oh, okay. I thought, oh, I thought, thought you meant you were going to like jerk off. I might death. do that too. Okay. Yeah. Or on a puppy like <laughs> last last week. Though. I've been waiting for gladiatorial events to come back for a long time, dude. Fucking hey. <laughs> America would pay per view the shit out of that. It would be the most watched thing of all yeah. time. Now might be a good time to bring Listen, back. Listen, if we're sentencing people to death anyway, like, dude, they're right? losing their shit over <laughs> people <laughs> getting shot with guns. They are not going to promote sword fights. You're right. Uh, some yeah. would. Some <laughs> well, I'm not saying I wouldn't watch many it. Americas. <laughs> there but, are many. You know, I'm not against, you know. I mean, I mean, you, you remember Running Man, the, the book by Stephen King, and then the movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Uh, Again, this sounds like sci-fi shit. It is sci-fi shit, but it's Arnold's. You don't know all the Arnold movies by heart? Okay. No, just because he's a big, muscly guy doesn't God mean damn I thought it. he was amazing. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, anyway. I mean, I'm impressed with how he came to America and did cool shit, but... <laughs> 
I didn't necessarily promote all his movies. The Running Man was the idea of a game show that was the America's most popular show in the future, where they let a couple criminals run through a gauntlet of like American gladiators, but with chainsaws, kind of thing. And so, if they survived the gauntlet, they got their freedom. But right, they ever pretty survived. Yeah. yeah, that would be pay per view fucking gold. And it's weird to think that 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 for sure would be like in half of the households in America or like a third or a quarter or some shit. Well, on the on last Sunday we were talking about uh somehow we got talking about horror flicks, the first horror flick that we saw. But yeah, like Faces of Death. That, yeah, yeah. You remember when that shit came out, it yeah. was like the most disgusting stuff you could see. Yep. You know, when you're in third grade, it's pretty intriguing. I can't believe it's third grade. I'm in junior high high school and he's like, "Yeah, I was having sex in fucking fourth grade." And- <laughs> Faces of death in third grade. <laughs> paid a mortgage off in first grade. That's what happens when you hang out with Brother Speed, dude. Fucking hell. <laughs> God damn. God damn, Grant. Yeah. Pay attention to your kid. What, that's what, what the fuck are you doing, bro? <laughs> working was, too hard, bro. It was working. It was I know. a different time. <laughs> I know. Uh, Respect. It's all all right. Good. You guys want, you want one more? Yeah, let's do one more. Okay. Um, let's do... <laughs> Let's do this one. Would you rather have thought bubbles appear over your head for everyone to see? Nope. <laughs> or for everyone you know to have access to your search history forever? Oh, yeah. That's uh, that one. Wow. <laughs> I'm pretty open sure. about, uh, yeah. well, I don't have a filter to stop what's coming out of my mouth yeah, as it, I'm thinking it. wouldn't it. give us that much extra. Really it really doesn't matter, but everybody pretty much knows Jeff's, what my search, Jeff's her, search history just, would be anyway. So. Jeff's thought bubbles are just constantly his speech bubbles. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm texting as yeah. I'm talking. <laughs> it's, just, it's just for the deaf people. It's for the deaf folks. Jeff's courteous like that. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I don't want the thought bubbles for people to see. I don't Dude, think. I would be stoned in the town square. If people could see everything, I that's think. I'm on your Not team. Not to mention, that, yeah. if thought honestly though, if thought bubbles could keep up with the speed of the bullshit that's firing back and forth in my head, I don't know if people would be able to read right. them anyway. <laughs> They'd be like, "That's too much." TLDR. In time, I've got 15 different voices. <laughs> fucking, it's like Canadian Parliament meetings in there, dude. <laughs> Same, <laughs> Mr. Obviously. Speaker. I'm like, everybody, shut up. <laughs> I'm glad you feel that way too. I always think of it like I said. I think I've said this before too. It's a big table of fucking personality traits in my dumb head, and they all just talk over each other, and it's ridiculous. And it's at the speed of light too. It's like never actual sentences it's just and i know i'm like oh god no one agrees it's a mess yeah fuck it i'd rather have the thought bubbles yep I'll you'd go, you'd I'll rather for the thought bubbles yeah because it's like a litmus test if everybody can see what i'm thinking and they still decide to be my friend then i know i've got <laughs> ride or die at that point baby Fair. i forgot what was the other one it's it it's was thought. have access to your search history forever my search history is just not i mean if it's not really that crazy Surely not. I work for Time Suck, and you could look up all that crazy <laughs> right. shit. I mean, but, I, my, with search history, I went automatically to porn. Porn, yeah. That's, that's the like, only thing I've really got a search history on. And it's not. So. And it's nothing crazy. You fucking noobs. I searched some outlandish shit on the internet. <laughs> I just don't think that anybody will be judge me that harsh over it. They'll be like, yeah, that's kind of interesting. I could, I, what a weirdo, but that's pretty interesting. I got to give I gotta give uh, Jim, my NSA agent, something to <laughs> do. Some fucking... Earn that money, bitch. Hi, hi, Jim, by the way. Yeah, right. Gotta say hi. <laughs> Gotta say hi. 
All right. Well, fuck. I think it's time for prison pocket. It's it's actually what Shaden and I like to <laughs> whoa, sing. Whoa, so. whoa, whoa, whoa! Stand down, soldier. <laughs> There'll be no prison no. pocketing here today. Sir. I was speaking of NSA. It's time for prison pockets, <laughs> but it's actually time for a police story. Police stories. <laughs> police stories. <laughs> stories. Get you. Okay. You ready? Police. Stories. <laughs> I think that was our best one so far. So far. So. Prison pocket, for those of you who don't know, that is your butthole. Butthole. And the cavity within. It's the pocket you were born with like a kangaroo. It's but the I one... poop from there. Yeah, and you can <laughs> also carry and conceal amazing things. <laughs> Not if you want to keep you know, your shit. In, in that prison pocket. So, made a traffic stop on a car, and as I'm coming up to the car, I'm noticing the guy's moving a lot, which normally is a, a is he grabbing a weapon? What's mm. he doing? Excuse me, I got a cough. <coughs> Jeff's coughing. Let's and try that again. He turned his head anyway, and coughed. Yeah. And nobody raw dogged me. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. <laughs> we've, we've grown in our level of self-restraint. I was going to get up, but I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. I'm not saying it didn't cross my mind. Yeah, it looked pretty good from over here. He's wearing jeans. It looks nice. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped this vehicle. I'm walking up to the car, and this guy's just furtive, furtive movement everywhere. You, and that's, you know, oh, shit, what's he doing? Grabbing for a weapon, hiding dope, you know, whatever. It could be a thousand things, but usually you go into the safety issue first. So I kind of speed up to the car a little, see, pop my light on, see what he's doing. And I get up there, and the dude's pants are down to his ankles, pants and underwear, and he's got his hand just buried down in his crotch. So I pop my gun. I'm like, show me your fucking hands. And he pulls them out. And he's got. He's like, I was just masturbating in peace one last time. <laughs> I've got stories free, about free I got stories about that too. But the dude uh, pops out, and all I see is this red ball. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And he's like, dude, I got a warrant, and this is a balloon. I'm like, well, what are you doing with that? <laughs> and he holds it out in his hand. Me a balloon animal. He's like, here's the deal. I'm gonna go away for a long time. I've been carrying this balloon around for months. It had pills it had chew it had matches it had tin foil it had lube i don't know why he had the lube on the inside well it's probably to jerk. i don't know why he brought it his had, lube you can use butter for that when you're in prison i don't that's why they give you pass so of butter essentially he had off. prison currency he had a prison go bag he had a, <laughs> a prison yeah. go yeah. bag a bug out bag yeah he had a bug out bag for his butthole <laughs> and, and his whole plan was and he explained this to me i just figured when i knew i was gonna go i was just gonna shove the balloon up my ass so i can get into the jail He's like, what I forgot about was the pucker factor. He's like, I tried so hard to shove it. <laughs> I was trying poor. to shove it at my ass so fast, but I just couldn't get it in there. I was too nervous. Poor and butthole. I couldn't relax. <laughs> and so she took some of that lube out and tried again. That's, yeah, I'm like, well, yeah, Take use the lube. The, use the, the lube. Yeah. Like, you <laughs> He's got like, it well, in I was, was going to bring that into jail. And that's when I explained, I'm like, have you not heard of a pat of butter? That's waste. what it's for. What a waste. Yeah. So. <laughs> Oh man! And pretty simple Poor guy. story. He put that in so it. much thought to that too. Yeah, yeah. And I was you like, just took that away. You know, me. and people forget when you get stopped by the police. You, I mean, you. There's that we call it the tent factor. I mean, your asshole puckers so tight that you make a tent in oh, your I seat. Imagine. You get so nervous. There's no way he's going to get that yeah. in there. So I gave him Some an people A for do effort. though, right? Some people manage to get past the pucker. Oh, they tend to have it in pocket. there already. They just carry it in there normally. Oh, there's yeah. this. I like I had the dude that had the vibrator in his ass, and I didn't know it. 
obviously I didn't know he had a vibrator in his ass. Right. But I, I had found, we were searching his car incident to arrest and I'm like, what the fuck is this? I thought it was like some little mechanism maybe because there's a lot of trap doors and stuff that oh, run Christ. by remote control. So you I'm were playing. buzzing his ass. Yeah, I'm playing with this thing and <laughs> I was. And then he's screaming in the back of my car. I'm like, what is your fucking problem? He's like, stop doing what you're doing. I'm like, why? He's like, I got a vibrator in my ass. That's the control. I'm like, oh, great. So I turned it all the way up and threw it in my front seat and went back like, searching cool. his car. I'm playing with this the whole yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to your nightmare, sir. What the hell? That's like, that's like uh, yeah, that's the remote to my shock collar. Please don't play with it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn. Well, fucking A. Well, I give this dude a, uh, a an A for effort, but a C plus for dedication, because if he was really dedicated. Oh, he was dedicated. It just didn't work. No, no, no. <laughs> if he was really dedicated to this idea, he'd have already preemptively had it up there every day. Just yeah, to, every time just Right. And there are people that are that way. Yeah. No That's shit, just where yeah. they but carry you, stuff and things. I don't understand. Like, okay, you carry stuff and things in there. You got more room for your cell phone in your pocket. I guess. <laughs> oh, God, no. But how no. do you, what happens when you actually have to use your butthole for the means and purposes that it is for? Well, you just, you mean getting fucked? Like, what? Shit, no shit. Also, the, also, <laughs> yes. Pooping, Jeff. Pooping. Yeah. If you want to get fucked in the ass, well, you, do you, you just you, move you, to the side? You, you got to push that out first. I mean, what do you Set do with the, the shovel side. or whatever, or the, the matches? Or... Set it off to the side. Okay. Public bathrooms, people. Public bathrooms. Yeah, Please. no shit. Yeah, you uh, just have no to push surface. it out, set it off to the side, do your thing. Stay, you got more room to put it back in there. Like, I, mean, I don't know. I really had to go, so I went to the McDonald's and I have pink eye now. I don't know. What the <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> What's with the pink eye? I don't get it. I you know what the blue my... lights are for in the bathrooms now, right? The what? idea is that you're not supposed to be able to see your veins to shoot up in the in the bathrooms. Really? Yeah, like go to any Walgreens. Any McDonald's, it's all blue lights in the bathroom. We are dirty, dirty, dirty motherfuckers. I don't right? know. I don't shoot up. We should try it for science. I've never really asked anybody. <laughs> you should try it so we can write better songs. Remember? That's the fucking... <laughs> Call back to two, three episodes ago. All right. Well, that was Prison Pockets. That's my favorite title of anything, and that's pretty close to my favorite story so far, too. That's because you like Hot Pockets. I do. Hot Pockets. <laughs> prison Pockets. <laughs> butthole Pockets. That has to have been done by somebody, right? The, the Prison, prison Pockets pocket song yeah. as a theme song. Yeah, no so, and then the girls that you know have the prison purse as well, so they can carry twice as much shit, just like they do uh, when they go out right yeah. but i would say the prison's probably prepared for these kind of things they know that things are going up people's buttholes and well yeah if if you're getting arrested on a felony then you have to do the uh squat spread and cough. It and, but if it's uh, if you just get arrested on a misdemeanor they don't do that unless there's evidence of them carrying that i mean i i had a gal one time on the side of the road is weather about like today about you know whatever fucking cold six colder than horse heart. six degrees yeah, yeah and uh <laughs> she <laughs> she had she was acting nervous and I just took a guess. I'm like, give me your dope. So I don't have any. I'm like, I know where it is. Don't make me have to get someone to come get it. Just give it to me. We had this little stare off for a while. We'll bring the jaws. Totally alive, got it. She's finally, she's like, <laughs> fine. Squats down with the dress on the middle of the road, hands me this bag of meth. I'm like, give me the rest. Pops out her, oh her little, gosh. her <laughs> pops out her glass pipe. <laughs> Here you go. A glass pipe. And, a... and then my buddy and I, we had to Rochambeau over who was going well, to have to Well, you know, I've it. read that it's very clean. You know. What's the, very clean? The, the dog's mouth? The What's vagina? Yeah. That's quite fair. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Why are you guys looking back? I'm crazy. <laughs> I, I don't. Uh, from time to time, I'm sure it is. Okay. Well, there's more to this <laughs> just story. It's like, like my okay. butthole. Okay. Look, I'm right after I it. wash it. I had to drop clean, it. It was so cold. I had to drop it into this big plastic bag. It was, you know, it was, it was all wrapped up in like cellophane. 
gooey and drops it into the bag. I close it up, and within 30 seconds, there was just all this kind of dewy stuff on the, on the inside of my bag. It was getting condensation, so because it was so cold outside and obviously so humanly hot. Prison pocket. Yeah. <laughs> And by the way, I lost the Rochambeau, and I did have to test that. I hope that oh, bag so. sits in evidence to this day, still sealed and untouched. <laughs> yeah. Well, he touched it with his hands, so don't touch him. Don't let him touch you, because he touched yeah, it. Yeah, he had to test it. Look, he admitted I did. it. Speaking I did. Speaking of pink eye. Well, thanks, Jeff. Police stories. Gonna get you, bad boy. All right. Top three movies all time. That's what I have for you guys. I know I didn't ask about this. I didn't, I didn't say... Top three movies, man. I don't like this choosing my favorite children shit. <laughs> Pick it. Pick Top it. three movies. Ever. Mm. Ever, it Gives dude. us a goddamn window Fuck. into your goddamn brain. I don't know. Okay. Um, I don't know. They're terrible. Um, window us. Do you need time? I got yeah, yeah, I do. This is awful. <laughs> Jeff's good at this, apparently. Uh, I didn't know this about you. True romance. Jeff's only seen like eight movies. Bro. <laughs> that's, that's actually not true. <laughs> he sees like way more than me about... The, he comes up with all these things that no one's ever seen. Like, yeah. what? True that's romance. True. Peter Butter Falcon. And uh, what would be my last one? Well, uh, American Sniper. American Sniper. Probably my three... Three, three ones that I like to watch on repeat. Okay, yeah. Peanut Butter Falcon, most. huh? I, w- I wanted to watch that. Movie. I haven't seen it yet. Though. Great movie. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to check that one out. All right. I Who's still next? can't decide. What about you, Zach? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't even like movies. I don't even know why I asked this question. Favorite movies of all time? I don't even know. No, I. I, I really don't know. This is Shawsh- hard. Shawshank Redemption gave me, inspired me to want to write stories like that, where it was just like, fuck, that's the greatest thing ever. Uh, I, it's kind of cliche, but I really like Tarantino because he sh- he taught me that you can fucking make a movie around dialogue, and I was like, not that I make movies or whatever, but I do do dialogue, and I I loved that, uh, and cinematography, like all of the stuff. Honestly, Star Wars is kind of a cheesy thing to say, but I like how, I like the idea of movies that are made to look like comic books. Every shot looks like a comic book, and Star Wars kind of did that for me. So. Uh, Seven Samurais, Citizen Kane. What are the other best? Maltese Falcon. <laughs> those are those are the ones you're supposed to say if you like movies. No, I don't know. So I feel like you just picked like twelve. How many movies was that? I, <laughs> I like Titan A E. Fuck yeah, fuck uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm high five fuck you yeah. for that. Uh, I don't even know. <clears throat> Something like that. Some of those movies were probably it. But I, I'm not going to remember them, and I don't know why I asked this. Okay, I'm going to go with Treasure Planet. Ooh, because it was just horribly underrated and has a, a really interesting backstory. If you don't know the deal with, Treasure I don't Planet. know that. I don't. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, Cloud Atlas. Rare instance where I felt the movie was better than the book. Hmm. And I'm that's what go... I thought about uh, Passion of the Christ. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> canceled. And <laughs> much less of a slog, I would say. He's got a slog through that book. And. Uh, um, fuck, I had a third one picked out. I was very... Oh, The Gentleman. The Gentleman. I don't know if I've heard that one or seen that one. Yeah, it's a uh, Guy Ritchie film. Oh, okay. I really like Guy Ritchie movies. Hmm. It's one of those things. You either like Guy Ritchie movies or I you do don't, like Guy Ritchie yeah, movies. It's, it's, a, it's a, a newer... It's not new, but it's a newer one. He's the lock, stock, and two smoking barrels, right? Yeah, Choke okay. and uh, Rock and Roll. Uh, and 
Snatch. Snatch. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually a good movie. Yeah, I liked that one. Yeah. I liked Snatch, too. That was good. I just watched that the other day. I think Rock and Rolla was my favorite Guy Ritchie film before I saw The Gentleman. The Gentleman was better. It's mm. really, really good. Yeah, yeah. The Gentleman, I, the I one where he's trying to scam this woman and she's trying to scam him, too. Is that what the gentleman is? And they're older? No? Okay. Nope. Maybe that maybe that's the liar or something like that. Anyway. Yeah. No, the gentleman's good. I'm not gonna describe it at all because they're that movie's just best watched with no like just go into it for the ride. You I'm intrigued you now. You won't regret it. <laughs> it's really good. Is it you on would, the Netflix? You'd like it, Jeff. Uh, I think it might be. Eh, yeah. Maybe I'll check it out tonight yeah. if I'm still awake. Yeah, Return you, of the King. Sorry. Return of the King, yeah. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I was trying to avoid the obvious <coughs> picks. I know, that's what yeah. I was trying to do too. But it's like, <laughs> I really don't know what even movies I like anymore. Because it's like, I liked a bunch of movies as a kid. I mean, I'd say Karate Kid. Like, <laughs> when I was a little kid, I memorized that movie. and Or Indiana Jones or some shit. Yeah. I love movies, I guess. But now I don't. I watch more TV shows now. I want 20 minute, 25 minute, 30 minute, like, snippets of shit. And not a two hour, three hour commitment, I guess. Until this podcast and just ride. Until this weekend, Polly had never seen Back to the Future, and I, I hadn't watched it probably since it came out. What a fucking awesome movie! That movie is very cleverly done. Yeah, it really was a good. It's still movie. got some holdup stuff to it, minus the dates and stuff, but it's still really good. It, it, it was a good movie, and so now I, I promised her that we'll watch number two and number three. I told her, I told her that I think there was seven, so she's thinking there's seven movies coming. <laughs> I don't think there's seven. <laughs> there's not. There's three. It's not fucking Avatar, bro. Two and three. Two and three weren't as good as the no. First one. They no. sucked. Yeah. I, I don't think there's parts that were good. I don't think I ever saw three. Two was g- good. The idea of a fucking almanac. That's just yeah, so, the yeah. greed and the greedy cunt in me is like, oh god, that'd be great. Why not yeah. just have fun? Like <laughs> well, that. and I realized he uh, bet it all on the Raiders. Doc had so. made a comment about that at the start of number one that I had not caught before course scene number two now I, I i mean i knew that was a thing that happened but yeah. he actually brings it up in number one that's crazy yeah huh i want to give an honorable mention to the finest hours also that oh. movie is really really good and it's a true story well at least based upon a true story if we if we saw a list of movies in front of us, we'd be like, oh, and that one, and that one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, I have a hundred favorite movies, but the ones I, that I named actually are some that are pretty you're near, pretty good near and dear to He's my heart. He's pulling that shit out pretty good. All right, top three spaces, you places on the earth you'd like to visit, and then we'll be done with the goddamn top three Jeff's shit. Jeff's ass. Besides Jeff's ass, <laughs> I mean that's pretty much the mission statement. I charge. We're just trying to stick with the theme we've established here. Just today. ride into Jeff's. <laughs> Everybody ass. wants. They are. They're coming after my gentle tools. <laughs> Be not, gentle with his gentle tools. Spoiler tools. alert: They're not so gentle. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's bear bear for a lot of reasons. Kind of a grizzly motherfucker. I can't. I don't know if I can name three places well, who, that I want to go. Okay. I mean, I go to one all the time. I mean, Pierce, Idaho is my. Mecca. I mean, AKA that, heaven. I mean, that's the city, yeah. but that whole, the Bitterroot Mountains are what I call God's country for yeah. sure. Fuck but I. whatever God is. Um, Scotland, because it just looks cool. It's drizzly, drizzly and rainy, but I want to go. You want yeah. to go to dripply old Scotland. <laughs> but I want to, you know, go. I don't think you'd like their government. Go shoot no. a red stag. I don't think you'd like the way they handle it. That'd be pretty that cool. Shit. Ooh. Just, um, you want to go to a place so you can murder one of its yeah, animals? Yeah, I want to go, Hi, I want to go places where I can kill cool Shut stuff up, and Zach. harvest and eat them. <laughs> Shut your face. Kill, let them kill their animals in peace it's and happily. circle of life. <laughs> you're, you're, not, you're just like a fucking 
the you're like the queue. You're like the little thing in the queue that just comes in the circle and says, "Fuck it, I'm so, I'm the circle, dude, and I'm never, killing the circle." I've never I, been when to you Alaska. You said that I'm so. like the queue. My brain went straight Star Trek, and I was like, "Thank you." <laughs> <laughs> and other people were like, "He's into QAnon." Yeah. Fuck. Know. All right. I forgot what the fuck I was talking about. So where else? Scotland. And just you can't say Pierce in the America, Alaska, Alaska, yeah. Scotland, Alaska. Got one more. Give me, no, give me Pier- a stretch. Uh, Pierce is the third oh, one? the place that I haven't been though. I guess yeah, is what yeah. we're talking about. I guess so. I don't know. Maybe Africa, somewhere in Africa. Okay, go kill it because you want to kill. Because I want to go kill some shit. Okay. Yeah, and you know, see what it tastes like. <laughs> That's fair. A lot of people feel that way, and it costs a lot of money for you to do that. So then it helps conservation, and that money does go to conservation. How about Shaden? Where the would you, you like know. to travel? I would like to go to the Sedlec Ossuary. It is a uh, cathedral that is decorated entirely with bones. Like, dude, like, like. Yeah, yeah. No, that sounds pretty cool. Look up pictures of it. S e d l e c. I've seen that. Sedlec Ossuary. Yeah, they got like chandeliers, whole and chandeliers, shit. Yeah, yeah. and like walls that are just skulls <laughs> and. I don't want you to read into this too much as it concerns me and my character, <laughs> but shit. that's just cool, man. Like the amount of like the amount of time and care that was taken to fucking put that shit together is wild. It's like <laughs> Blair Witch on steroids. I'd right like there. to see it. It so, doesn't look creepy to me. It looks it looks very respectful. Somewhere and in a lot the middle. of people don't agree, but I feel right. I'm like, dude, they took those people's remains preserved them and turned them into art no that actually sounds pretty amazing it is dope but somewhere in the middle of it somebody was like is this creepy as yeah. they stacking skulls and like breaking little pieces off so it fits and, like, and the other yeah, guy was maybe. like yes <laughs> it is creepy and but they continued to work it looks and, and gothic shit was born that day <laughs> um so that'd be one that's uh, a good one i'd like to go to and i can't remember where it is i have it saved because i can never remember where it is but there's a tea house that uh, is on the very top of a mountain and the only way to get there is by walking up to it and it's like a super treacherous like stairway essentially that's carved into this mountain and has like segments where you have to like hold on to a rope and there's just like a bazillion padlocks on it and it's like you have to go on this whole pilgrimage just to go to this really 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 nice tea house and you can stay there the night and I was, and the view is. So you got to work. You got to earn it. Yeah, amazing. Fuck yeah. me. Like that it. sounds. That's very, you know, spiritual journey. Yeah. So that'd be one. And uh, uh, yeah, toss up between Scotland in general and um, Austria, like oh. near the Alps, Austria. Hmm. I think that would be really. I'm cool sure to that see. would be amazingly gorgeous as yeah. well. Yeah. You just want to be cold. You like where the cold is. Vienna is that Austria? Yeah. yeah, fuck yeah. This is so fucking old, man. This cool architecture, great, beautiful countryside. Everything's haunted there because it's thousands of you know, well, couple I'm thousand haunted, years. So old. whatever. <laughs> Fair Look enough. at these haunted you, eyes. You fit, I see them. They're dark, like a, like the black-eyed children. Uh, you were a black-eyed child. I still am. Those are good choices. That sounds fun. And yours. Okay. Uh, He's like Taco Bell, uh, <laughs> Wendy's. Yeah, I know. Uh, I need to go to White Castle before I die. I definitely want to try. Uh, and uh, Maverick for their burritos. <laughs> Which are awesome, by the way. I, but you know me. I like the shitty burritos that you can find anywhere that were deep fried by a, a raccoon in the fucking dumpster in the back. But uh, Great for bear bait, by the way. <laughs> raccoon, bear, deep fried fucking 
the, the burritos, burritos and the yeah. buns. Yeah. Okay. How to catch a Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> How to catch a bear? Bear. <laughs> be funny. They turn the tables on you. They're getting you with shit. Bears. Well, that's what I say. Like could you always imagine being in a boat and you're like, oh, where did this bologna sandwich come from? <laughs> Get pulled out on the water. I love Dude, if it. I, I love if it. I never if I never or if I ever have to find you two. I'm just going to get a whole basket and fill it with just like loose assorted nicotine toothpicks. <laughs> and then I'm going to Oh, shit. And I'm going to wait. <laughs> Dude, look at the grape. They got lots of grape in there. I want the grape ones. And then I'll Tasty. just throw a net on you. <laughs> uh, I do want to go to Ireland. Uh, that sounds fun to me. I, there's something about it that calls to me like crazy. The uh, beer? No. <laughs> I don't know. Dark, I, do like, I do like Guinness. Uh, it's it's the music of you too. No, I don't know. There's some, all the redheaded lassies. It could be that. No, it's not that. Uh, absolutely not that. No, it's just I don't know what it is. But blah blah blah. It's probably it's, beautiful. It probably is. It's the green. Green is the. It's like it reminds me. Of, I don't think you'd like the weather though. I don't think so either. It's a lot rainier than. Just go to Portland. Right. It's kind of the same. Right. I. I don't think they feel that way in Ireland. <laughs> They're like, we're not Portland. <laughs> you know, on the subject of Ireland, I've been using the term Irish goodbye for many years now. Are you familiar with Irish goodbye? Either uh, of you? Is that okay. a slap in the ass with a finger in the hole? No, Irish goodbye, as far as I've ever known, has meant that you just dip out without saying anything. Oh, okay. Which I do frequently. Right. Like, I don't do it to you guys because... You know, I'm we track usually at your house, and it's weird if I just disappear. <laughs> like, well, did, but like left. in public situations, like if there's if I'm in a group, I'll just like wait until nobody's paying attention to me, and then walk <laughs> away. <laughs> it just it, it's like deeply satisfying to me on some level. Uh, I'm not sure why. You can some psychologist out there can psychoanalyze that and tell me what damage my childhood. Caused, so is that really what it means? Behavior. So apparently, it means that to most of the world, but in Ireland, they're like, that's not what that means. <laughs> uh, and it is their word, I guess. In right. Ireland, they, they, apparently, according to this Irish person that I talked from to the IRA, recently, is, they, the Irish goodbye is you slap a knee, you say goodbye, and then you talk for 20 more minutes. Oh, that's even better. That's, that sounds, like, sounds like, more well, like what we all three actually do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. We, so, we Irish goodbye Either way it be, I'm striving for peak Irish goodbye game. Whether it's knee slapping and lingering or just disappearing and you going, where the fuck did Shaden go? <laughs> Fair. Uh, I'm still doing a thing, aren't I? Yeah. Ireland. We have Ireland so I far. Ireland. Uh, there's so many places I want to visit. Definitely Japan. I want to go to Japan very much uh, and visit Kaz. And I would really like to go to Japan. You just want to go to the Red District. Do I? I don't know if there is one there. I have a lot of... <laughs> I want to go eat the yummy sushi. The Akibahara Strip. Play rock and roll with my friend. Drag I, your asses. Yeah, I have several time. friends in Japan that I miss terribly. I would really like to see them. Japan would be awesome. Uh, and I'm torn. I, I want to say like a thousand, but New Zealand, Australia, somewhere down there. I, want, I really want to go visit some folk in Australia. And yeah, I think I'd rather go to Australia than Africa, actually. Right? There's yeah. a bunch of places. Because I don't, I don't really want to visit. kill exotic animals necessarily. Like, But like... Doing some like can, kangaroo, they, you could choke out a roo, bro. Go like helping out, you know, Kick some farmers and killing the kangaroos kick. for them. I mean, they're like coyotes, dude. Kinda. They're they, even bigger. They, they're they, big dev they devastate shit. Do you see that movie where they had machine guns? Fuck, they gave them machine. No, nobody. You ever seen a? No. You've, have you ever seen a kangaroo skinned? Either one of you? Huh. Mm -mm. They look, look like, like people, dudes. Well, <laughs> it's oh, like bears too. Yeah. It's because they have shoulders, really, and pecs, yeah. pectoral yeah. muscles, like crazy. Yeah. 
fuck that shit. Baboons too. I saw a picture of that. No, they poachers, but they, they it's of, closer. Yeah. So. <laughs> also, there's so many places. There's like almost no place on earth that I don't want to go. There's a few countries that are like it just wouldn't be oh, wise to visit. Yeah. Challenge accepted. Well, yeah. <laughs> but like I, I want to visit, you know, South America. There's a bunch of countries I visit. You? Yeah, yeah, I want to live in. Bugs are there, Zach. The bugs. But I know. The bugs though. I know. But the bugs though. I know. They're gonna get on. He just wants to be inside of a house where he can look out the window and see. Yes. Oh God. Yeah. There's some cities I want. Anywhere Zach says he wants to go, what he's saying is, I want to be enclosed. (laughs) No, I want to live outdoors in in Germany is where I want to go. We want to go live outdoors. Shaden wants to live in the Alps, but not in a hotel. He wants to live on the mountain. Hotels everywhere are not created equal, dude. (laughs) You're not safe from the bugs, depending on My cousin lived in Argentina for a while, and it looked pretty damn nice. There's some fun places that you could be in Argentina that uh, sounds nice to me, uh, and also other places, etc., be fun to visit but japan that's yeah. where i'd like to i'd, I'd love to go there new the zealand most would be cool man I, it'd be cool to go to new zealand go snowboarding in the morning and then surfing in the and then longboard all the way down <laughs> to the ocean and then surf in the evening yeah that i would that's I would, that's a killer day i would 100 percent do that yeah for sure <laughs> all could, the things i love and you can board. dress down as you go right <laughs> you know to be fair <laughs> just you can, have a just have a, a chase car that's just picking up all the picking up your clothes, clothes that I, you drop along I, I lived in a kind of a place where you could do that i live in, Cal- in northern well central california because if you go from tahoe during a certain time of year you can ski in tahoe drive all the way down to santa cruz and surf like, by nighttime yeah it was fucking. I never did that because obviously I'm me and I itched the whole time or whatever. But it was nice to know that it was a potential thing, and it was literally awesome. like beautiful snow. I mean, Tahoe's not like deep snow. Or well, whatever. if you ever get the opportunity, go to Capitola Beach. It's probably my favorite beach that I've ever been to. It's uh, just outside of Santa Cruz. And it's okay, fucking gorgeous. I might have been there. I don't know. I don't pay attention to those kind of details that much. All right, thank you for indulging me with our our. Top three. Top three. Top three. We got three. There's three. <laughs> now Jeff is going to lead us through something that might be super valuable. And we're going to linger on this one a little bit. And this is... You know, uh, like we don't ever do on anything else. No, we never do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this we're going to try and not take the ride into loopy fucking loops. Okay, okay. And then under the thing. I and see. then is have it, a kid fall off and have to stop in the midst. And then it's fix the tracks. It's All right. you, never, you never keep this on the rails, dude. This, this is, is uh, habit, yeah. habits that will fix 99 percent of your problems this is huge claims with huge claims comes 99 oh, percent. I, I have 90 percent it's gonna be a trick so if you suffered from genital warts say <laughs> this would fix 99 percent of that or is that part of the one percent that these won't fix i think I'm that's sure. i think the one percent is a robust place of terrible things <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> these cannot be fixed one <laughs> all the things with your dick <laughs> So uh, it really Two, just, also vagina. Go ahead. This is just kind of some tips. Uh, planning your day the night before. Which, uh, planning your day the night before is an incredibly popular product- pro- productivity strategy. Get everything ready you need for the morning. Things seem simpler when everything is planned and handy. I do that every day. Yeah, that's, I do that constantly. Yeah. Such, you guys are I both agree. list makers. I'm a list maker. If I get lazy and don't make the lists, my life gets real un- unorganized real yeah. goddamn quick. Same. So it, once if you don't do it, try it. Try it for a month. Yeah. Just try it for a month. That's pretty rad. If you stop, you'll you'll realize how, how valuable it is. Yeah, make it the last thing you do at night before you kind of wind down completely. Just make a list of checkmark shit that you're going to do the next day. Or even these phones. Lay out the shit. What's yeah. that? These phones are amazing. You got a note yeah. section in there. If you think of something that you got to get done... But you can't get to it right now. 
put it in there. I, I mean, I have a I have a daily list. I have a things I need to do this week. I have a things that needs to get done by the month, and then really goals for the year. Nice. And I add and subtract to those all, all the time. Do you real quick? Like I find myself more diligent if I write it on paper. Do you find you don't care? It doesn't matter. It works for you anymore. It doesn't really matter. I kind of I don't know why I still I like, lose the paper. I don't lose my phone. So. I think I had a BlackBerry too young or something because I ignore shit that I shouldn't. Like I'm like ah, it's a fucking stupid you know alarm on my phone whatever but if it's like a i don't know i don't know why this kind of i'm a list maker yes but i'm also super resistant to the idea of making lists for myself Mm. like physical lists i make lists in my head all the fucking time about everything my brain's not that good i (laughs) that's neither is mine i fail at this time but i keep keep doing it anyway so may i suggest writing them listen to the rest of the story before you start (laughs) trying to fix me (laughs) 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 i I make i make lists when it really counts like if it's something that i'm like i have to have a list for this that i can't forget i i will sit down and make a list physically but if it's something where I'm like, mm, if I fuck it up, it won't be the end of the world. <laughs> I will, I will intentionally not write it down to see if I can remember the Fair. list. <laughs> hey, it's good, to, good to challenge yourself. Fucking a. Still prioritizing, I guess. <laughs> All right, unlinger. Where are we going next? Number two, if if something takes five minutes or less, get it done. Just fucking do. Just it. do it. Yeah. If you can do something that takes less than five minutes to complete, do it right away. And that's why we don't do the laundry, because it's usually like ten minutes. And fuck that shit. Dude, that, that advice is both positive and also, for my ADD ass, super not positive, because I will just spend my day, my whole day, doing five-minute five minute tasks. <laughs> this like, goes into Because I'll think of it, and I'll be like, I can do that. This goes into oh, my wait, commercial. Oh, no, I can do that. Oh, 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 oh I can do that. <laughs> this goes into my commercial again. break theory, though, from two episodes ago. Yeah, that's true. A lot of people agree too. A lot of people agreed with your theory. I read the I read the emails. Some people agreed with me though. I, so I didn't you, see buddy. the emails this week. She, Sorry, that's all right. Uh, create a morning ritual. Have a morning ritual for your for yourself. Practice waking up early. It prepares you for the day. Make time to exercise. Make time for meditation. The more you practice it, uh, the more your life gets better. Meditation is one that I. I struggle with I, I don't really I sit there and my brain races instead of letting it letting things go so meditation just becomes stress for me you gotta do it I, I'm doing it wrong obviously yeah. you're not doing it wrong you're just not doing it enough yeah it's probably true it takes practice yeah, yeah. I it's meditated like last night it was great <clears throat> same so morning ritual uh, I had to relearn anyway. I had to relearn morning rituals after getting out of work after leaving my job so I'm getting better at I'm that not now. good at the other things the, me- the meditation is part of my life but the or more so anyway but the everything else my so, morning routine is besides that yeah. I feel like getting up early is subjective and I know Zach's gonna back me up on this <laughs> because if you if your schedule is you don't go to bed until 2 in the morning and then yeah. you get up between 8 and 9 a lot, I totally a lot of morning disagree. people wouldn't fucking wouldn't fucking call that getting up early but you slept for six hours right and you got up and you got back to it like, yeah that's yeah, the I went same to bed thing at, isn't it well power shift i got to bed by three to three thirty i was up by nine o'clock that's just what i did six so hours is five, six, six hours. seven that's, hours that's, is, that's like what i said that's literally yeah, yeah. Oh, oh i thought you were saying that that was bad 
No, I'm saying that that's. That, oh, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. saying that that counts. Oh, I, thought, I thought you were like, don't, don't. I was do like, that. getting I was up like, early. How are you fucking disagreeing with me right now? Getting up early doesn't mean you have to look <laughs> at the birds. It's just like denying yourself too much sleep. Right? It's like Marcus Aurelius. Yeah. You were meant to be a person. The get important up and be part a is the getting up. Like, yeah. Don't don't just sleep and lay around. And which I get guilty of that, but like usually my morning is my only chance at free time for the day. So like if I don't sit there and just ease into the day once in a while, I know as soon as I get going, my momentum's just going to keep going until I collapse. So I'm like, maybe I'll just sit here and watch a YouTube video for yeah, 20 if, uh, minutes. If I know I've got a super busy day coming up, I will get up extra early just so I can have that prep time for mm-hmm. my day. I got a question real quick before we get back to the list. Have you guys ever heard of the Da Vinci sleep schedule or sleep program or sleep you know, is this theory. where you sleep a couple hours and then you're up a couple hours? Yeah, there's a little bit I, of resting. I did it's, that for a year. Did you? Okay. Mm-hmm. So you, and, the, the, and then there's the 36 hour day schedule, and then there's a bunch of different variations. So, yeah, there's things. a lot of there's a lot of variations. The one that I did was you sleep for four hours at some point during the night. You sleep mm-hmm. for four hours, and then you're awake, and then twice at equidistant points in the day, Nappy you take you take two 20 minute naps. 20 minutes two of them and they have to be spaced evenly apart and for the first three weeks it was hell total hell yeah like oh my god it sucked uh-huh. but then it just clicked and it was kick-ass and i was like i'm gonna write a goddamn dude, novel felt, a day i felt fucking great <laughs> yeah like i had i had energy i'd start to get tired round about the time it was time to take that 20 minute snooze and the problem is the first couple weeks you can't you can't do the naps that's why it sucks so bad because you'll lay there and you'll try but your body is like what are we doing like we're not sleeping right now but when you actually train your body to do it over the course of a few weeks i got to the point where i'd get to where it was time for my 20 minute nap and i'd be like nice and i'd lay down and be out immediately right. like i'd just be like boom and then i'd have this little gentle alarm that would go off 15 to 20 minutes later and i would just open my eyes and be like Oh, yeah, I feel so much better. And then and I would you just have a dream too, be completely right? renewed. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I dream. I'm an active dreamer anyway, but I would, in that 20 minutes, yeah. you get a oh, yeah. quality like REM. Yep. Yeah. So I was doing that. The problem, <coughs> the problem with all of them, in my opinion, is once you get into them, they're great if you can maintain them. But if your if schedule, you if your schedule time, gets fucked up one time, you're, you're back to like square weeks. zero. Yeah. yeah. Which sucks. Because <laughs> yes. I cannot emphasize how much the first two to three weeks sucks. And I could see working from home like you guys do where you could implement that kind of schedule. It's I, did, still hard, I did it while I was working at Thrifty. It's still hard. Did really? you really? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It gives I would, you I would, I would four take, extra hours Because I, I was a manager, so I would just take like a long lunch and drive home and get my 20-minute nap at lunchtime, and then I would do a 20-minute nap later in the day. And then, I, wor- I worried as a singer because I did it for... a off and on I've done this program throughout my life so I've done a whole bunch of these and like he said the first three weeks suck is like such an understatement it's so hard to explain and especially when you get off if you've done it for like a couple months of the sleep schedule it, your body's so trained if you miss a, a nap or just get off the schedule it all it's just, comes it sucks. it all comes it just, and kills you it's very strange and then you never want to do it again but then you get all whatever but, but was, I always worried about rege- I, regeneration I can't of explain. Like, healing. I like, also, yeah. Because, you know, I'd sing a couple nights a week, and, right. I, and I was in metal bands, so I'd scream, and I would be like, and I'd smoke like an idiot. Uh, so I was like, oh, fuck, I, I want my voice back the next day kind of thing. And I was worried about that, because sleep is where you get that. I really also can't explain adequately, though, how great I felt when I was doing it. Like, I was just, I, it was like 
like crack to me at the time. <laughs> like I was like people were getting annoyed with me because I was just like, "Well, fucking let's go! Like I'm gonna, we're gonna do everything." And I got so much shit done because I had all these extra hours in the day, and like some of them were like at night when nobody would fucking bother right. me, and I was just and I was wide awake, and I was just like, Phew. and when it was time to sleep, I was just like, "Okay, time to sleep." Click. Yeah, <laughs> I felt really hyper disciplined. I felt so disciplined because yeah. it was like I when I was awake, I had everything in blocks of hours. I was running my magazine, so it was like just like now where I, I literally. I schedule it so there's like 20 minutes in between something right. and that's it for the day. It's like, that's all I got. <laughs> but I don't know. I felt so disciplined because it was, if I fucked up, I would hurt myself. So I was like, I, I had incentive not to fuck yeah. up. But then I also had incentive where it's like, I can, I have these extra four hours a day. I, I should be writing something. I should be writing a book of some kind or whatever, some stupid thing that no one's going to want or mm -hmm. read, but whatever, something I wanted to do. And it was amazing. I wrote more songs in that period uh, when I did this in like 2000 three I, I was able to do this just like you said i lived at home and i was doing my business out of my home yeah and uh if you have total awesome. control over your schedule it's feasible but the one way i like but to if do you it, don't it's just like playing with fire yeah the one the one way that i i stole the i want to say it's benjamin franklin's style of doing this because he did this way back in the day is he would do this shit basically very few naps like what you did the 20, two 20 minute naps and then like a little chunk of sleep uh, but then he would do a 24-hour sleep day and in between what? there somewhere, like once a month he would, or once. God, I, I feel like I would month. die. You, it, it felt, to me, it felt like you lost all those hours that you Seriously? got back. But like it was, what? You just went through it for nothing. I know. I read that <laughs> right. and was like, whatever. But I did. I ended up doing like 14-hour sleep days. Yeah. When, uh, I, when I worked, once in a while for that. you know, the huge gap of, I mean, most of my career was graveyard, but then I went to power shift. But typically on my Friday, I would. Yeah, I was, I was working like a, a 5.30 to 5.30 shift on my Friday. So I would sleep about five to six hours, get up, go work out, work all night. And then I would stay up for the full day on my first day off. So I was up. You were the least sleepiest motherfucker I think I know. But then I would turn around and, and I know crash a lot of 12 hours. Nobody so. I know sleeps good, but you you don't sleep much at all. You and Monique both are like the least of sleepiest oh, just motherfuckers. Recently, just recently I got kicked back into my into my power shift schedule. And uh, I was stuck at I wouldn't go to bed till three thirty, and I was I was trying to get up at six still, Fuck. and that wasn't working out very good. But just this weekend, I, I kicked it back into where it's supposed to be, so I, I'm tired you now. Do six seven hours. I'll be seven. I'll be ready to ready for bed tonight. Yeah, good for sure. Yeah, I'm usually my. I think the best suited schedule to me all around is going to bed about two two a.m. ish, and then I get up at about eight. Between eight and eight thirty. That's solid. Yeah, I think. I think yeah. they, whoever they are, everything I've ever read says seven hours is the optimum. The amount I'm, of sleep. I feel like six, seven is good for me too. Yeah, six. I don't feel like I. I feel like I want to go back to bed as soon as I get home when I get my six hours of sleep. But it's still, I'm like, this is perfect. There's a world of difference between six hours of sleep and five for me anyway. Like if I if I go to sleep and I'm like I have to be up in five hours or less, I'm like I'm fucked. That's because you stress. That's because you stress for the next hour trying yeah, to get sleep because you're worried about having to get up earlier. Do you guys take pride in in when you when you're like fuck it, I'm sleeping three hours tomorrow, and that's just the way it is? Do you ever? When I was doing my magazine and just whenever I'm doing these kind of projects that require time, it's like 
Fuck it. I'm sleeping seven hours total this week. Fuck it. Oh, and when I, I kind of take some sort of personal pride in it. <laughs> when I would do like those I'm 14, 15 hours. <laughs> I'm a moron, <laughs> but fucking, I at least did. I earned something this week. Whenever, <laughs> like those 14, like, 15 days straight, I would I would pride myself on that. Yeah. And then I would hate myself towards the end. Yeah. You this, As you look in the mirror and you're like, God damn, like, I aged myself quick. I feel like it's a necessary component of doing that to yourself. You have to like, you have to frame it in your mind in a way to where you're a little bit superior to everybody because you're like, <laughs> oh, look at all you fuck you ooh, you're existing because you got a full night's sleep but then but really what you're masking is yeah why, why am i doing this right. to myself i'm an idiot yeah, no one cares no one cares about this project that i'm doing that i'm killing Literally, myself not for. once have i ever said to somebody i'm so tired i didn't get hardly any sleep last night and they actually gave a shit right i can see it in their eyes they're just like mm, shut up about we've it. all been there yeah, nobody, no one cared for me i don't care we're for not you. impressed yeah <laughs> all right number four we lingered the fuck on that all right yeah. <laughs> Follow the 80-20 rule. Okay. Invest most of your money at the time of those, at the time, let me try that again. Invest most of your energy and time on those specific tasks that create a big Im- impact and maximize your pro- product productivity. Like don't go to the grocery store. <laughs> no. Yes. He's not you maximize go. going to the grocery store by getting all your other shit done while you're out running around, then you can go home. No, you decide 20% what the things of are the tasks yield 80% of the results. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I like, I like the 80 20 rule. There's a book about you that. You know, in, in uh, the gaming world, we call that min maxing. Mm. And I'm a big fan. <laughs> min maxing. Minimum maxing? Minimum maximization? It's, uh, it's, it's basically doing doing the least amount of somebody's going to call me out on this because i'm not explaining it right but it's like <laughs> least amount of effort most amount of effect work smart <laughs> yeah yeah and also take advantage of everything you can but then it's in gaming <laughs> so you're kind of fucking up your 80 20 in your life we're calling us nerds jeff i didn't call you a nerd. <laughs> you implied it's not what i said you implied it completely your eyebrows said nerd when you looked at <laughs> gaming's me. important right? <laughs> it I is won't, i won't hear otherwise i'll not tolerate you this won't be able to fly of my hobbies <laughs> so here we go <laughs> you won't be able to fly an airplane in the future without knowing how to play a video game get enough rest without enough rest you can't enjoy or improve your life to get all the things done as expected you must get enough rest for your body and your mind nah. not getting enough rest Makes you cranky and reduces your other abilities to concentrate. Fuck you! What Shit. are we talking about? I'm cranky anyway. Yeah. So I get. I agree. With so that. maybe cranky from maybe, sleeping maybe too not. much. <laughs> anyway, those are the five things that solve ninety nine percent of your herpes. What? Ninety nine percent of my syphilis is gonna wait. I don't understand. <laughs> no, that was, those were all good. Those were all really good. I'm gonna say. 90%. <laughs> the sleep one, there's a lot of different theories on sleep, obviously. Yeah. Well, can we go through them one more time? We go, we yeah. so summarize the list. Fire. Number one, don't plan your day the night the before. Fucking A. If something takes five minutes or less, do it. Fucking A. Create a morning ritual. Fucking O. Follow the 80 20 rule. Fuck two R's. Get enough rest. Fuck a Z. What? I don't know. He's I'm, fucking his way through the alphabet. I'm just, just him do it. I went, I went as far as I could and as fast as I could. Those are all pretty good, and I would say, uh, I'd, I'd fall. say, I'd say it's probably a good place to start. Yeah, yeah. It clears out your mind. Getting all that. If sleep your life's and, feeling or, unorganized and fucked up, eh, maybe throw this in there and concentrate on it. Maybe it'll make some other things better. If it feels unorganized and fucked up, then organize and fuck down. <laughs> Right? Right? Is that my... I think that's that makes logical sense. <laughs> or at least linguistic sense, I think. All right. Fucking thank you for that. That was fun. 
And you got to lead this next one too. You ready for this one, Jeff? It's, Which one is it? It's opposites attract. Oh, yeah. A two steps forward. A two steps. <laughs> when we get together. All right, Paula. Opposites attract. Remember the cat? You know, there was a little cartoon that. cat. I, I'm beginning to think we could all use a little more sleep at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think a little Paula Abdul for everyone. If Fuck you yeah. No. All right. Uh, yeah, I just I just think it's interesting. I mean, throughout life, you always hear, oh, opposites attract, opposites attract. You know, do yeah, they? Yeah, oh, no wonder they're totally opposite. You know, they're totally opposite you. No wonder you're attracted. They might attract. That doesn't mean you should fucking be with them. Right. All right. I mean, throughout our. And it's more specific towards romantic relationships. Everybody gets excited if they're like opposite from the person that they're with. No, that just creates problems down the road in general. It doesn't mean everything has to align. Obviously, we grow up different. We're going to have some, some differences. But when you look at the people that you hang around in, in your friendships and stuff, you, you kind of create your own tribe. You're around like people. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't you try to do the same thing within your personal relationships? I just think it's an, an oddity within society that people just just loosely throw out there like it's supposed to be that way. And I, can, I totally well, disagree. Well, I think I can Paul explain this. I probably explain did that this. to us. I can explain this. I got Let me this hear one. I... Uh, Opposites attract is a platitude, yeah. but I think people say that because it's catchier than complementary differences attract, <laughs> which I think is really what that yeah. they're driving at. Yeah, because that's true. Maybe, and that's, maybe <laughs> I took it too literal. And realized it a, in my life what, it was the you, Paul Abdul you, song. You oh, you're totally opposite that. me. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> and I mean, I heard I guess, this is the right thing. I guess to do. there's truth to. I don't know. I don't even know if there's like if you were to take it literally, like. Somebody who's the opposite of me would be not very driven, not very dedicated to their passion, not very focused on the shit that matters to them. Um, not very blonde. Not not caring much about their personal fitness. Not interested in music. Not a nerd. Right. That all sounds enormously a communist, to me. A fascist, <laughs> like communist, no. socialist. And I, but they would be they would be very attractive because that I cannot check that box. So, <laughs> oh come on, now. yeah, come so, on now. yeah. And I have right, literally taken I've literally <laughs> taken balance out. <laughs> I've literally taken people like that, and then somehow thought I could make them yeah. not that because folly, I'm a fucking cunt that thinks I can change everybody. Folly, I say. You so. was a you was a cunt. Now you is no cunt. Yeah, I don't deal with that. that shit anymore. So. If you were to take it literally like that, then I agree with you. It doesn't that doesn't pan out. That's silly. But but I think I've always took it to mean complementary differences attract. Where it's like, yeah, you're headed, vague, you know, more or less in the same direction already to begin with, but you have enough differences that you're not bored with one another. You know, yeah. like it's just. I think Monique and I have that kind of thing, like what you're saying, Shaden. Where it's, I mean, we are not the same person at all, but my weaknesses. Uh, which there are ample are covered by her strengths, which there are ample. Right. So it's like I thought that know. was supposed to be more of the attraction between men and women. Anyway, is the the two ge- in general complement each other's lives? Yeah, yin and yang kind of deal. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Hashtag not all, but I think generally it's a fair generalization for sure. Well, I remember looking into like biology and some genetic stuff, and I think it was a debate. Uh, but I, I mean, I, I think I've talked to you about this, Jeff, at one point, just one of our conversations. But it was, uh, I think cultures kind of do this, but 
the idea is to find a mate that could be confused for not you definitely don't want to keep you want to keep the genes spread apart this is the caveat but you want to the the ideal thing would be marry someone the that's the genes between apes and humans <laughs> no oh. keep the human you want it to be humans i think uh I all the humans you're for saying the procreation i can't marry an ape if i really love her I mean, probably not Maybe. In today's world, if you really probably. love it, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck if you really love it. I don't care. I'm not here to tell. But uh, I don't know what this speaks to because this, this only speaks for looks, and so that doesn't seem too right for me. But uh, you're supposed to marry someone that's similar that you could be confused as being brother and sister or being cousins kind of thing as far as uh, similar traits and that kind of stuff. And I don't know why, but that was just something that I remember reading. That was a theory or a hypothesis or some. And that that's solely on looks, not on. That's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't even think it was you know Western culture that came up with that idea. Uh, so, but blah blah blah. Thought I'd share it. I've read somewhere. Uh, marry your cousin is what they're saying. Well, uh, yeah. I'm I not mean, nearly as pretty as Polly, so I guess maybe this. <laughs> maybe you're that. kind of talking yeah. about the same thing, and I'm only listening with half an ear. But I read somewhere that <laughs> I, <laughs> it's very possible I, I do that. But same. I I I read somewhere once that when you look at faces and you decide whether or not you find them attractive the ones that people find attractive are the ones that share the closest facial sym- symmetry to your own face oh yeah yeah it <laughs> makes sense makes so, sense so so the familial thing would kind of bear that out too i guess because it's just like well we, we'd probably have some similar genetic structure yeah i guess who, kn- who knows what but then <clears throat> but then like there's some people that are completely attracted to things that are completely opposite of them and that's just their nature and that too so who knows we're weird hey weird little creatures play with fire Fucking <laughs> it's Fucking your life <laughs> so what would you say opposites attract uh what did we learn about this they don't really if you find that you do. are totally opposite of the person that you're with it's probably not going to work out <laughs> yeah right yeah yeah but if you choose not to take it too literally then maybe there's some truth in there fair <laughs> i like what you said too the uh Trade off. Com- complimentary complimentary differences, differences attract just doesn't have it doesn't roll off the tongue quite the same way. <laughs> it's not God damn it, I took it so little. It doesn't it doesn't fit in a Paula Abdul song from nineteen eighty six or seven or eight or whatever. All right, reasonable is party time. Time to party. It's time to it's party. party time. This one's gonna be an interesting one because I don't know where either of you sit on this. Uh the liber- I'll give you guys a libertarian stance on this and then we'll figure out what the reasonable stance is. But borders. National borders. So the reasonableest party, I'm assuming, would be a, a great wall. It's going to be huge. <laughs> There'll be a big and, door. And Mexico is going to pay for They're it. They're going to pay for it, or I'm going to make them pay. Kick their ass. <laughs> All right. So borders. Uh, I'm assuming the reasonableest party will probably. I mean, we're, it's going to be an international group, of course, so it could run the world. But probably the United States. We'll start there. Maybe some states. Ooh, we're going for world domination. Why not? Nice. Fucking I'm into it now. I mean, libertarians. They're just hiding <laughs> I was on the behind fence their, their, their little government. They want to government. They want to take over the whole thing. I just, just, Zach, I don't know how we, we got go. there. Zach's just making executive decisions over here. I knew we couldn't trust this. This is fucker. the problem. Right? <laughs> no one said who was the chairman, so I just grabbed that shit. I've got this little book I, I'm going to put out. It's a little color. It's purple book. It's a little purple book. Okay, we're not going with one world power. We're no, going okay. away from that. But let's just say that uh, we're in charge of the United States, and we have to decide policy as far as borders. And you know, we know what the Republicans of recent years' policy is. It's to have very strict borders and strong borders. Uh, I would say the liberal side still wants strong borders too, or liberal or left or however democratic, or however you want to look at it. But they, I, I believe, have a little bit more, uh, they want a bit more porous, blah, blah, blah. Libertarians generally are 
it's strange to hear the political commentary from people now that call themselves libertarians because libertarians are very much anti-border people. They're very much free market, free trade, mm-hmm. fucking f- you're free to travel the world. And I do like the idea of that, but I, I don't see that happening in my lifetime in most places, but I do like the idea of it. Uh, you can't force your ideas on things. So where would the reasonableist party fit in? Or would they, would we have to find our own way? So if we're going to be reasonable reasonable about this, I feel that we have to take into consideration what's on the other side of those borders and mm-hmm. make these determinations based upon the specific borders, not just the border. You so know? you're saying nuke Canada? Yeah, get rid of it. Okay. Cut it off. <laughs> I'm for that. Jeff, Jeff's nodding too. He's, he's for... But we could we could bring Alaska and just hook it onto you know. We need those. We need that oil. <laughs> we need that oil. <laughs> no, I just mean that if you have, I mean, so let's use our let's use our situation as an example, right? So our border with Mexico, and this is by no means saying that everybody who lives in Mexico is deplorable and has to be kept out at any cost. I don't think that at all. No, Mexico's rad. Actually. But but the the socio-economic and political situation and the crime situation in Mexico is worth consideration, you know, when you have hugely powerful cartels that are arguably more powerful than the government in that country who would be all too happy to extend their reach into our country and... And, and have done a great job. And have, yeah, and have have seemed to have done a great job. Uh, then there should be a stronger border there. And there should be nuanced processes for people that want to come through legally, and there should be accessible avenues for people to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have to be stringent enough to make sure that we're at least putting up a reasonable barrier to keep people that want to come in and wreck our country from at least make it a, a harder thing for them to do. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, and I'm and I'm saying that up to not that I not that I align with the powers that be that started making this a reality, but up to and including building a big fucking wall or having having physical security, like physical like a wall's not going to keep everything out, but lots of walls, technology walls, can come walls, with it. Yeah. Walls keep a lot of things out. And Drones we and still sensors. build walls around homes and fucking compounds and shit for a reason you know absolutely like i don't think that was people scoffed at that like oh what's that gonna do i'm like well it does something i mean if you if you you finish it i guess well yeah you lock your fucking doors when you leave right right somebody can still kick it in but you still lock your fucking door yeah right and border security is even the donald trump wall thing included sensors and fucking extra security and drone shit and cameras and all that kind of stuff so it's like there's a lot and and there's a lot of tunnels that are dug under the, and you know, most of immigration, illegal immigration is done in airplanes. So it's like over the walls. I just, but, I just feel like a lot of people that don't, and I might, <laughs> I might not be winning myself any friends with this statement, but this was, this is a controversial I one. Feel right? It is. And, and I'm not, Forgive us, I'm, I'm not the authority on everything. I'm willing to admit if I'm wrong, uh, when presented with data, but from where I'm sitting, uh, it seems to me that there's a large number of people that feel that there shouldn't be any restrictions on the borders whatsoever, and they feel that way because they don't have any love for the country that they live in, you know, where they're just like, I don't like the shithole anyway. Let anybody come in here. Anything different would be better than what I got. Right. You know? And I don't know their life situation. Maybe that's true for them. I kind of don't think so. I, I definitely think, don't I empathize think with I'm, the- I'm not. I'm not like a... 
yeehaw patriot america forever stars and stripes woohoo you know but i've as somebody who's lived in multiple countries uh this place is better than a shit ton of other places you mm-hmm. know and to see it become not that way would be upsetting for me mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't for want sure. that i'm not rooting for it i guess i'll put it that way right you know so but on the flip side of that coin as somebody who did immigrate to another country twice it's really, 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 really fucking hard to do it legally. Mm-hmm. Like, really fucking hard. Yeah. Unless, think, unless you have shit tons of money. Right. Then it's really easy. <laughs> and Which, that shouldn't be. No. There, there needs agreed. to be a complete reform of the immigration system, for sure. For sure. So that would be my, my caveat to all that. I would say said. that people actually that immigrate into this country legally and go through the process and the testing... They probably end up knowing a hell of a lot more about this country than most people Way that live here. Sure. More. And Way and I and I don't more. think that that and maybe don't take uh, things for granted as much too. Yeah. Right. Right. So they learn a lot and they want to be here and and, and I think that's good. Uh, I, I don't think it needs to be necessarily as stringent, but it doesn't need to be, you know, a free for all either because that costs our country money. And as a government, we have a responsibility. For, to keep financial security and and in uh, a military to keep our our people safe, mm-hmm. it's pretty simple. So yeah. a hypothetical: if you went to an amusement park and you stood out front with a bunch of people in line for six hours, and then you paid an exorbitant amount of money to go in just because you knew it would be so dope, and then when you got in there, you realized that the fence around the back of it was just open and people were just walking in. You'd feel like a, a chump, wouldn't you? Let yeah. me tell you, I did. <laughs> right, right. And, and still do. And as my brother, who's currently, because he was born in Canada and has been try- working his ass off trying to legally be able to come mm-hmm. down here, when, like, he could have feasibly caught a plane down to Mexico, hoofed it across, right and I'd pick him up in Texas yeah. and drive him up here, and he'd be an illegal immigrant, but there's avenues for that shit all day long that's an, you know? an example and of the like absurdity he just, he just is shit. too honorable of a person to do it that way he wants to do it the right way right as as i think he should you know but it's but it is kind of a fucking spit in the eye sort of a thing where it's just like we're going to make it prohibitively difficult for people that actually want to come here for the right reasons and do it the right way but fuck anybody who wants to come in we're not even going to vet them we don't care yeah, just I, let them just let them come in we don't want to hurt them you know we don't want to we don't want to cause them any strife it's like but there has to be consequences for your actions right yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> most people don't just show up in the country illegally and then on their own start viable businesses and become you know ad- adapted to for lack of better terms, American cultures right. and, and and adopt everything it, it, that's not how it works it just doesn't just doesn't go that way. Right. People usually come over illegally, get fake IDs, fake social security numbers, get their way into the government system to get free money, which just costs it costs everybody else. Or, and the, not to say that only people who are here illegally commit crime, but it certainly doesn't help. I mean, coming here illegally is a crime in itself. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah, it is. Well, and there are people. There are certainly a demographic of people that come here and 
any manner of less than legal ways, whether it's just they come to visit legally, but then they just never leave, you know, and, and, but because where they came from was such a shitty life situation for them, they are super grateful to be here and they end up bringing a lot to the table. And I don't even necessarily, like, I still, I still want to lean towards Okay, but you should do it the right way because it fucks it fucks it up for people that are trying to do it the right way. But at the same time, I'm not without compassion, you know. Like at the end of the day, if you're here and you're contributing, then I'm I'm pretty okay with it, you know. Like there's exceptions to every rule, and no, no system is perfect. So like if you happen to like if you just cut in line or whatever and made it in, but you're you're doing a good job, then I don't know. I, don't like know I can how, I could look past it. I don't yeah. know how much the the coyote system is in place anymore i mean now you can just kind of walk over and nobody does shit explain that but for people that don't know what a coyote is. a coyote is somebody who has paid money to smuggle human beings into the united states and so when i was in law enforcement down in the yakima valley i'd actually made a traffic stop on a truck did my interdiction got 10 pounds of heroin dea happened to be in my office i called them out they took the investigation from there but let me t- tail them but it, it got bigger than me at that point uh, for for what I for what I was able to do, that led to a house in town that was making obviously full of dope, uh, making fake IDs, fake social security numbers, and had people in cages. And they were still waiting. Even though they paid all this money to get moved here, they were still going to have to get paid more to be released from this home because they're monopolizing on the system and if they didn't you either prostituted for them sold drugs for them or they'd fucking kill you right. and people don't think that that occurs in this country now that that occurs for if this if it was if the to get into the country was made easier more expedient and 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 the requirements were easier to obtain we people wouldn't have to do that to begin with right well the, there's a black market basically that's yes, formed in absolutely this. And everywhere black market is being formed something's wrong with the way the government's doing what they're doing right. in that market yeah so i agree that but, the system needs to change if you want to come here and become a citizen but i still think that there needs to be a process that is worthwhile yeah to make people appreciate that they're here or not make them do shit but I, right I the also, people that appreciate will do will do it i also think that the the compassion component of having an open border is doesn't outweigh the potential disaster that you're inviting by having an open border because there's all sorts of different there's no ways, shortage yeah. of entities all over the world that sit somewhere on the spectrum of hating Wish the to United do States yeah. and wanting to see the whole thing crumble or yeah. at the very least fucking with it just because they don't care for us. And some of the reasons for not caring for us may be valid. However, I still live here and all the people that I love (laughs) also live here. And And if I was, if I was somebody looking to fuck over the United States and I saw that one of their borders was just letting people walk across, no ID check, no nothing. I'd be like, send the boys, send them all, send them right now. (laughs) I don't know. I think it'd be foolish to believe that's not been happening. We're a pretty highly armed society, and they got to get through Texas and a lot of those places. So <laughs> Arizona that. too. So good I don't know what the process was for my great grandparents from all the countries they came from. I don't. I don't know how difficult it was for them to get in because people were swarming the United States at that point. They were all coming in, into New York, so I don't know if they just unloaded boats and you signed a 
piece of paper that you're here and issue a social security number and you're good to go or i mean that's probably pre-social security number i don't know how it went some of i don't it, know yeah. if they had to test um but obviously at some point the government went okay this is too much we can't handle this so we do need to make a process so they made a ridiculous process mm-hmm. there needs to be a <laughs> middle ground somewhere. Does. yeah well <laughs> yeah, there needs to be a middle ground somewhere there you have to wonder can you even have nations and immigration and borders without government so this issue of human beings being displaced and trying to move around the places it's just what governments allow you to do and which ones drew what lines in the sand and but here's here's the thing i just feel that you can't you can't believe in the notion of private property without by extension believing in does any other borders like the value of borders even if it's just the border around your home yeah does you know, any like other the country there's a lot of people that would like to, to to bait you over private property and you know there's different ideas on like your own personal things that you have but then land and people would say well you have your little piece of land but private property is used to fucking own you bitch you don't even know how much yeah. the catholic church and the banks own bitch don't even look into what rome's got bitch you know yeah. whatever sorry uh, but as, some a, as it say pertains that, to my day-to-day life, I could give a fuck. You know? Right, I know. <laughs> For sure. I, I'm a private property person as well. Is there any other country that just allows anyone to come in and live there? Not really. Not in that, not then, in why the we, then why would we be any different than any other country? Right. Well, here's the thing. Because we're enlightened, Fundamentally. Because be <laughs> we're fucking utopian. Well, this is, this is a unique kind of melting pot nowadays of, uh, you know, lots of people. We represent quite a few. Americans can be anyone in the world, basically, at this point. But the idea of a country is like what you're talking about. If we're the reasonableest party, we're responsible for the people's money because we're taxing them, I imagine, which I wouldn't want to do as much. But we're taxing them. So being responsible as reasonable people, we have to go, all right. So we are a country and we do have borders. We need to know how many people are here because we give money to people here. We're, we do welfare here. We give money to people to live and we need to know how many people live here so we can allot the amount that goes out, right? We, yeah, we need to design just, a budget to do that. We're right? guessing at this point. We're just doing whatever the fuck comes to the thing and we're just paying the, the check. And that's childlike stuff. That's that's how we're running the country right now. Bec- that's like walking so, into a bar going, I got the tab for everybody tonight and then all of a sudden that motherfucker, that word gets out and everybody yeah. comes in. And you're like, oh, the whole I town comes in. I can't afford it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But then it's Wasn't still something like paid. that in Top Gun. The new one? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know, but that. I heard that's a great movie. I, I've I've heard you haven't it. seen it yet? I haven't seen it yet either. Oh, fuck. You guys should watch it. It was actually really good. But the idea of, of basically, so if you want open borders or like the libertarian idea or what a lot of progressives seem to want is uh, you would have to not have a welfare state. You would not be able to use taxpayers' money in a responsible way where we're actually doing math and doing some books and saying, well, here's how much the taxes are and here's how much this is and here's how many people need it. Yeah, you can't bitch about your taxes and bitch about closed borders at the same time. Right. See that, and so that's why libertarians like it's been a weird fracture in their little in their group, and it's been fun to watch because there's a lot of people that that kind of agree with the Donald Trump thing, where it's like we're Americans, we're American libertarians, and this kind of thing, which doesn't make sense to people that have been libertarians for a long time, because it's like well, borders don't make sense to free trade, borders don't make sense to freedom. Borders don't make friends, uh, make sense to non-aggression principle and to small government. You know, all these things that libertarians stand for. Well, does it that doesn't come, I mean, sense. that might come into like on tariffs and stuff like that. Like libertarians are not for tariffs. Tariffs are absolutely like a hindrance and a price fixing, and and it generally hinders one group uh, in a major way. But end of, a price fix is always bad in a supply and demand system. So I feel like you could still have a, a fairly 
equitable system of free trade across borders as long as you don't overcomplicate the fucking issue. You know, yeah. like I'm not, I would never suggest that borders be impenetrable in every regard. You know, like mm-hmm. we should, there should be trade across borders for right. sure, as Absolutely. free and open trade as possible mm-hmm. across borders. And I mean, you are dealing with different economies and, you know, different values of what's considered currency. So it's, it's yeah. going to be complicated. It's been very complicated. It's, and it's always going to be live, complicated, yeah. you know, but like when you, like you're saying, when you start introducing, tariffs and you know duty and all this shit that gets packed into it it just makes it more of a nightmare in my opinion but it doesn't help the like what do we want with trade we want people to be able to afford things and have a lot of things that makes their life better and all of these things just get in the way they make it more expensive so that you know i don't make enough money to afford the things that i need and those are government things with price fixes right it's people trying to do good uh and generally not seeing the unintended consequences of all this stuff and so government sucks and that's the point agreed but uh, this is a tough one like borders are essential if you're going to if you're going to help people out with welfare or with any kind of services that the government pays through taxpayer money and doles out uh i don't know how you cannot have a fucking understanding of how many people are in your country so do you think if if it were possible to formulate a society in the united states that uh, was something that the vast majority of people could be proud of, like uh, which I think I feel like is like they're proud of slash comfortable in slash you know pleased with, which I feel like is kind of what we drive towards generally in this hypothetical. Not that it's meant to be perfect, but that is something we can, that's something that we can look at and go well. We have to tolerate X because of Y, but Y is super valuable, and on the whole, this is a this seems like as good as we can feasibly make it and we'll just try to tweak it and make it a little better as much as we can if we could achieve that do you think that the market that would arise in that environment would step up and take care of the border situation as far as like funding and staffing and all that shit goes for managing it do you think people would, would look at what we had built and go this is fucking good. It's worth preserving. So we have to we have to have layers of protection around it, and we're willing to pay for it. Do if you it's think good. that would happen, or, if, or only if it's think, good. Do you think that would just never happen? <laughs> people would want it, but not want to pay for it, kind of a thing. That's pretty possible. That's yeah. kind of what most people want now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, me I personally, either. if if it could be achieved, and and if I felt I had reasonable assurance that my money was going towards that, actually, I'd pay for it. Right. Personally. Treat it like a utility. Yeah, yeah. I might not pay it like a ton for it. There's a lot of other people. We have a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people paying you Netflix. I mean, to a degree. So I don't know if we figured out where we're at. Like, with are we borders. talking like Netflix subscription? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a pro border for, guy. Yeah, for sure. But I do for the reasonablest party though. What's the most reasonablest thing? It seems like I think, gonna, I think it's reasonable to have borders. Yeah. But let's look at what the actual system is to become a legal citizen because I'm sure that it is very very difficult. It's so maybe stupid. it's too fucking stringent. It is right. way too let's, stringent. Let's let's put some money and some effort and some people into that to make it a faster uh, a faster system mm-hmm. and not so ridiculous. Right. You know, because when people come to the country, I'm all for it and you're doing it legally and you need some assistance to get going. If I if I'm going to invest as a government some money into you, but you're going to bring a viable business that supports your community that you're in, well, I want to support that. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to come here and just suck off the teat of 
the citizens. I'm not okay with that. But I'm not okay with citizens that are here already just sucking off the teat either. But our yeah. government forces people to do that. A lot of times. It's just like a warped idea of it, it gets into welfare with me too. It's just so, like a warped we'll idea of compassion to me because it's like, you know, I, I feel like there are there's a camp of people that are, are saying, well, you know, if, if, they're, if they're here, they're here, and we should take care of all of our people, and if they're here, there are people, and, like, nobody should... You know, and But that's not compassion in my opinion because that's not doing anybody any favors that's like that's like the equivalent of a parent with a kid who only wants to play xbox and they're like well it's my kid i'm supposed to love him and take care of him and if he wants to play xbox I'll just let him play xbox all the time it's like and 40 years you know, later when yeah. you're still living in your basement you're going you're not Fuck. you're not doing that kid any favors you're not doing anybody any favors by incentivizing them to not contribute you know just my two cents, but, but I, do, I wouldn't right. expect I wouldn't <laughs> right. expect well, another country yeah, to yeah. just allow me to move over there and decide I was going to live either. That just doesn't happen very often. Put it, yeah, put it take right. the macro and put it into a micro. Like if you were, if we were a nomadic tribe, and somebody else showed up and started living with us and just decided they're going to and and hang out. and did nothing. I mean, one given the climate of the time we probably just would have killed them but right. but yeah. but two Ninja you know sword. say say we were a particularly compassionate band of nomads <laughs> we would we would just be constantly kicking them in the ass going come on contribute or we're leaving you contribute or we're leaving you you do your part you do your part and that's not being that's not lacking in compassion i say that is showing compassion because you're like no come on you're not you don't get to be a slug you have to go love right. comes with expectations that's right. just the way life is the people say there's unconditional love bullshit it doesn't exist period yeah sure except for between me and jeff right and no not on my side <laughs> son of a bitch i want a divorce well, was that Ooh, like 12th, that's so scary for like me. Twelfth or thirteenth? Well, what what role does government play in the fact that so our neighbors, you know, and this is changing a little bit over time, but right now it's very busy at the border. Uh, what does the United States Reasonableist Party? What's our role in the prosperity of Mexico, the prosperity of Canada, to make it so? I mean, nobody's coming from Canada into the United States, and, and not in droves. Uh, and I, I wouldn't want to describe droves from Mexico, but there's a lot of people coming there's from Mexico. There's been times where you could describe it that way. Yeah, it's been a lot of folk. <laughs> uh, what, what's causing them to leave? A lot of it's been currency, economics. I mean, there's just been a vast difference over the last several decades between Mexico's currency and ours. And so coming up here to work well, any it's, job. It's not just Mexico take, either because there's been tons of people Guatemala from, from Central America absolutely countries that have come well, and I can, yeah it's funny because in Mexico Mexico's fucking immigration policy we talk about all this stuff you know very willy-nilly Mexico's immigration policy is very fucking hardcore right. when it comes to people coming from their southern border like they I mean and you try moving to Mexico it's not super easy either uh, do you think there <laughs> should be different true. rules for different borders I don't know man it, that's a weird thing to do because yeah. we do treat Canada and the United, and Mexico in a way. Well, it, I mean, it doesn't here. seem so weird to me at face value because if you have a different relationship, economically and, and then, maybe then even, why why so would the rules not also be different? Really, as America, right. we kind of have an invested a vested interest in trying to fix Mexico to make it a good place for their citizens to live, or at least, frankly. or at least like. I don't know. I don't want the government doing anything like throwing money at anything like, but maybe removing tax burdens from companies that want to invest in Mexico or want to have things in Mexico or 
you know, I don't know. Like there's, this you don't want to use the I, government to do anything because they'll do something stupid with it. And then somebody that will be in charge of it that doesn't understand what was trying to happen then totally fuck shit up. On the but, whole, I wish the best for Mexico. I like Mexico. I think Mexico is cool as shit. But Mexico is perpetually in the chokehold of cartels and that's that's not an issue that can just be ignored well that's a big part of our drug war in my heart i would love to see mexico succeed and flourish and i'd be i would i would be more than happy to see some resources go that direction in order to help that happen but i i there's a lot of data to support the the, lets us predict that that Anything that we're gonna, it's gonna get sent down there isn't gonna be. It's just gonna get appropriated. And, oh, we'd have and to we're fix. Basically, we're basically funneling resources to groups that actively want us to crumble. You know? Right. So it's like, well, fuck. But like, we're yeah, giving... we'd like to help you, but your problem you have in your backyard is too big for us to do that. But we're creating a lot of the problem. Would you say we're creating the problem with the, our drug war? Is the reason? I mean, that's where they're making a huge percentage of their money is off of selling drugs up here to the market that's buying up there's something of to drugs. be said for that our drug war is warped six ways to sunday for i think sure. that's what uh, i mean it's the organized crime our the drug war market. how about just our drug addiction is helping them out for sure but well our drug war our, well but i mean our whole our no whole, it's literally the drug war our yeah. drug addiction wouldn't be a problem if it was not illegal the black market <laughs> we're gonna get into this again yes. <laughs> washington state is doing fucking great since everything's legal. that's there's no shootings or anything anymore is it worse here than, than are you fucking kidding me yeah, I since this finished started. my sentence. <laughs> That's where you're at with your belief system. <laughs> so, yes, the drug war created a black market. Anywhere there's a black market, you have killings and crimes and bullshit. And we still have a black market for pot in Washington state. So they're doing a great job of legalizing weed. We still have a black market for pot in a legalized state. So that's dumb shittery. And that's just because we live in a country that's not fully legal. We live next to Idaho. I fully so there's tons agree. of shit. I fully agree that... The black was, market is the, that, is the problem. That, like, now... And that's that, where the cartel gets their money is from the black market, correct? Now that marijuana is legal in some states, it creates a bigger problem for the states that it's not legal in. And the, and the states where it's legal, they make a lot more money off the drugs. Well, it's showing the problem in right. the states that make it le- illegal... And showing how ridiculous it is. Because, like, marijuana legality didn't make Washington State worse. There's no data that shows that at all. Zero data. I mean, unless you have a disagreeing data. <laughs> I haven't seen it. What and I'm, I, and saying, I'm connected present to your the, data. <laughs> yeah, no shit. No, I'm knee-jerk reaction to what's happening, what's happened in this state since all... They just said, well, you can use drugs all you want. Now, there is still, but you still have to get the drugs in the black market, which I agree is a problem. But I don't know if it gets better if you can buy it at My point Tim's was- Drugstore or not. It still creates the addiction issue, which creates all, which creates an influx of all the other crimes, including property crimes and violent crimes. I'll tell you that's, 100%, that's it is, it's, it's 100% better as a person that just smoked pot to be able to go to a store and not worry about anything not wearing half i'm not breaking the law i'm not a criminal i don't have to go hang out at somebody's house that's questionable i go to a store that shows me the thing on the label of what's in it and there's some stringent things to keep kids but from you're also it. not so addicted to marijuana <coughs> that you'd be willing to steal your grandparents money and spend your rent yeah, money yeah, just sure. to get this thing that you but feel it's like also you need, but the market's you know? also made cannabis so inexpensive too compared to where it was even in the black market so Heroin. If you're if you're stealing to get, you know, heroin and stuff, when it's on the black market right now, it's fucking expensive because it's a it's, big risk. But it's not. It, but anymore. it would be even cheaper in in a in 
the market of a normal thing because that's what markets do is they make things higher quality and they make them cheaper if if it's a successful product if it's something people want so all we do is create danger in the black market all we do is create these problems and my whole point of saying this is where does the cartel get its fucking money where's the source of the problem the court the source is they're making a fuckload of money off of drugs selling it to markets that where it's illegal they're doing that there's also sex trafficking there's also probably some guns and shit like that and other illegal things but it's mainly fucking drugs and it has been for a long time our drug war our dumb stupid policies of handling this shit like putting a band-aid on fucking cancer they're taking advantage of it like crazy and they're raking in billions of dollars our our currency to you know to do this so hot take i agree with both of you to to an extent so if you want if you want to produce our own drugs and sell them to our own people yeah we're going to make money on that but you're not going to take away the quality of life crimes that occur because of addictions sure i'm not saying that i'm saying we're talking about the border issue mexico has a a cartel or several cartels that run that are almost as powerful or more powerful than parts of their government in different areas probably more powerful than our own government yeah certainly in some areas uh their power comes from the drug war the source is our drug war is our legalities and making it so it's it's profitable for them to make (laughs) dig tunnels with trains and shit that cost billions of dollars they spend lots way more money than we even spend Mm -hmm. or smarter money they do uh, so if we wanted to stop that, I mean, obviously, the, our, our addiction to drugs and our desire for drugs, our demand for drugs is the problem, of course. Um, but people are going to get drugs no matter what. They're, the way we have set up our way to fight drugs has empowered cartels to become one of the most powerful things in Mexico, if not the most powerful, and made it so we can't really fight it very well. So we have no control over it. Legalizing it, we can at least deal with the medical stuff of our kids. If they're addicted to it, we don't have to treat them like criminals. Well, when they break the law, our we government can treat them like was criminals. also has has for years also been playing both sides of that fence for too, sure, and for sure. arming them. <laughs> yeah, so. fast and furious. All that stuff. So yeah, has our government fucked up on that? Absolutely, because yeah. they, just what I said, they were that you know you can't start a drug war and say you can't have drugs and then and then arm the cartels well how did the mafia get all their money during prohibition right i mean that's they got all their money from doing bootleg alcohol but we could certainly we could certainly as a government say no 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 don't get your drugs from mexico anymore we're going to give you better drugs at a cheaper rate and yeah we can make lots of money off of our people but we're going to destroy our country even even faster than it is now. i don't know if we would i think you know what i think would happen in that scenario is i think that we would go through a period of decline and disruption and then it would find a natural equilibrium over time i do too because because that shit anything anything that's destructive people will i mean certain people will use it to destroy themselves for sure but there is a large demographic of people that will look at something especially if it's something that they just newly got access to and they're like, I'm going to fuck with this. And then they get addicted to it and then it fucks up their life. And they and then they reach a point where they're like, fuck this, this is destroying my life. So, I mean, this is going to, this, this next statement will be cold, but there will be the people that never, never find that turning point and they die from it. They're now removed from the equation. And then there will be people that go through that period. They find a turning point and then 
they are also no longer part of the equation. They're on the other side of the equation, which is positive. And there will be people that look at it rationally and go, I don't give a fuck if it's readily available or not. I'm not going to do it because it, it ruins some other people's lives. And so they're on the good side of the equation. So I feel like over time, it would be really shitty in the short term, but I think it would level out in the long term. Yeah. I mean, I disagree. But The meth labs have gone away because of where we're getting our drugs now. Right, right absolutely. And they call them Mexican super labs, and those started about 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. I, I will say that once that they make a shittier meth, we did make a better meth. Okay. And we had a lot more excited delirium because of it. Oh. And a lot more people died and a lot more, you know, people flipping around saying aliens. That's taken over for the, the uh, dying. You know, and, and you know, now meth is cheaper, but more people are probably on it and ever. And it still creates the same problems in your life. Just not as much excited delirium because it's not as good. You are there more people on it percentage wise or is it more people just because the population has grown so much? Is it, is it used to be like under one person. Like it was like it, it's one tenth of a percent. percent. Of well, now and everybody it, it, try it. It's meth for breakfast and then heroin the rest of your day. Um, and I mean, heroin is more prevalent than it's ever been. And fentanyl now is a whole new thing. And now you can't even get cocaine without having fentanyl in it. And it's killing people. But since in this state, since they gave the Ali Ali oxen free, Drug use didn't go down. Addiction didn't go down. Crime didn't go down. It all shot through the fucking roof. Right. So that's what I'm basing a lot of what you're talking about. I do understand the black market portion, but Gotta we can it. we can either give it's we're we're either in incentivizing the cartels to ship us the drugs to kill our people and fuck them up, or we can do it ourselves. That's I mean we can certainly make money off our own people by selling by making our own drugs, but I, I don't think that that's, that's well, good. We don't want to make money off our own people. There's going to be people that want drugs, and we don't want to empower a cartel. If we're talking about borders we always, right now, <laughs> but we always equate we, but right. I know it gets into the drug thing, but we always equate well marijuana. Well, marijuana is not fentanyl. Marijuana is not heroin. Marijuana is not cocaine. Sure, marijuana is a whole different thing, which was inappropriately uh, villainized. Hundred percent. I think everybody can agree with that. But these other drugs, those are villainous drugs, and they will destroy a person and change who they are and make them do things that they would not if they were not on those drugs. Sure. And but I don't think necessarily. I don't do think that the, it's working to use that. the government to punish people to do it. I don't think that. I mean, it's obvious that's it not obviously working doesn't at all. work. Yeah. So, yeah. so to stick up for that system, it's like Washington State decriminalized drugs they didn't make it legal they decriminalized it and there is a big difference i can't go to the store and buy heroin but, but if you i don't get even... caught with heroin a certain amount i won't have my life ruined but you still get heroin from a goddamn drug dealer and that's the whole point of what i'm saying the difference between a person walking in with dignity into a fucking pot shop that sells pot legally and you get a receipt and going to some jackass's house to buy it and have to smoke with him and listen to his dumb story and his dog barks at you and shit that's the difference like living a life as a criminal compared to being a consumer like it reduces the amount of bullshit that we're dealing with the government's solution to this is acting all tough guy about it like we're just going to beat the shit out of people that do stuff wrong and it's like we've had seven decades of it how are we doing we're doing shitty it's getting worse and worse and people don't like it they really don't like it they're they're given up on fucking government over it in a lot of ways you know what i mean it's just not i don't know so i'll say it again i kind of agree with both of you um and it it as it pertains to because i think that crime and violence will go up 
if if we make drugs just more easily accessible but in the I short think, term but i think yeah in the short term i'm not sure that it would stay that way in the long term because everything peaks at a certain point well, i will guarantee you this all the we get to sit back and find out yeah we've already we don't have to sit back and look at we don't have to waste any time but i mean there are but, several but countries is, around the world zach, that have already I, done I it think, for decades i think zach makes a valid point though because i mean if if you're if you're gonna say legalizing them is not the way or making them freely available is not the way then the alternative is the way we've been doing it which is creating a lot of strife in and of itself so what's ruined lives so do we make so do we legalize it and then do business with the cartels ourselves no the cartels wouldn't have any fucking money they wouldn't have any money why where would they get them i mean they could save the money that they have now and and invest into proper businesses but they're not gonna they might i don't know but they're they dry up their money like the if we legalize that they don't get any more illegal money we get the money <laughs> business owners in america would get the money and taxes would be paid to the government and we get the money there wouldn't be any cartel money unless they'd go into more sex trafficking or some other illegal thing that's which even in the even in your uh within america your gangs you know the, who used to sell drugs yes they're still involved in drugs but more than that it's human trafficking Sex, yeah that's that's sure. that's the new thing to deal and that's a big mm-hmm. thing in this in that's what the i was cartels. gonna say yeah. drugs drugs is only one revenue stream for the cartels for of, right. of many at this yeah. point but i, mean, I think you, it's the biggest you amass, you amass a certain amount of wealth and revenue streams just present themselves like they've got plenty of fingers and plenty of other holes at this point but, but, but there's only so it many it really. wouldn't it wouldn't hurt to cut one off <laughs> you'd, th- you'd think they'd want to invest in like proper things and they probably do there's probably some accountants that are like well we actually want to get you guys in some stocks and did for the cartels but uh i'm sure it's already been the, done yeah. yeah yeah exactly yeah. but their income stream is literally what we've done with the drug war it's like it's worth it for us to take these risks against the government of the United States because they've got all these big holes they don't even fucking look at and we're digging holes underneath their border with trains and shipping pounds and pounds and pounds. Yeah. Of. I think I think as far as it pertains to the border uh doing whatever we can to make the the black market less attainable but doing whatever we can to preserve as much free trade as possible uh that's where the reasonableness party should for sure. policy should follow yeah um, for sure. but i mean the ramifications of all of that are crazy and like you don't know i mean none of us can sit here and predict that we might try <laughs> we can't sit here and predict what the consequences of, right. of those kind of changes would be and there would certain be there's no avenue that doesn't involve negative consequences that bring harm to certain people that may not have faced harm otherwise but there's already people being harmed by the way that it is now and it's kind of one of those games of which one's worse and which one's better and especially when you don't know what lies down road b it is apples and oranges to compare you know holland with the united states or, or smaller european countries or there's some South American countries that have legalized marijuana and legalized all drugs. There's variations around the world that have done it, but not one of them is has degraded and in, degraded into, uh, you know, destruction or chaos. Or there, even the crime rates have gone down in a lot of the European it's countries. Fair to say, but it's apples but and oranges. They're also not us. You know? Exactly, yeah. apples and oranges for sure. Yeah. But but we do have and apples I mean, I, and, and I, all sorts of different kinds of stuff around the world where I, they've like done it. I empathize with Jeff's position on to the extent that between the three of us 
Jeff by far has the most experience dealing firsthand with the side, you know, the uh, the direct effects of drug abuse. You know what I mean? There's throughout his career, he's seen shit that was brought about directly from the abuse of certain hard substances that it's like there's it would be impossible to not have your and, and opinion of them colored by that. It's sure. more than just you know? somebody using the drugs, it's the it's what it turns the people into and what they do to their fellow citizens and their family members and and it does change a person yeah right. and i don't i don't that's my, don't that's think, my i don't think all of that I comes agree. from just it being a black market situation either because i've i've had people in my life that oh. have you know died and or turned into completely different people that were villainous people 100 well, percent. how many and, and they would not sorry. have been that way if they hadn't gotten addicted to the drug that they did you know so well like, and how many people honestly within our country have become drug addicts because of our own system the the medical system i mean when when uh there you go i mean that's that's a reality yeah yeah so so we've done it we've done our own drug dealing through the medical system and got everybody on oxys and hand them out like fucking tic tacs mm -hmm. yeah and and then it has perpetuated it it quite frankly perpetuated the black market because then they cut them off. Well, now I'm addicted to to oxys. I'm addicted to hair up so now pill heroin. form of heroin. So yeah. now I got to go yeah. buy smack on the street. Well, it's bullshit so, too because our so it's current, a very nuanced our, our current our current government about. and not only our government but our government is implicit in this. They seem to want to supply the general populace with as many vices as possible that people will come to feel that they can't live without whatever shape it takes doesn't matter everything is heroin you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. If, if you really boil it down you're the fucking internet's heroin to a certain degree you know what i mean mm -hmm. like it's not it, again not apples to oranges but the the essence of the thing stands and it's just a a having a population that is reliant upon something to the point where not only will they pay for it but they will they'll become unwilling to imagine their lives without it that's and control moreover, baby moreover kill for it yeah yeah and it's and it's been firmly asserted at this point I would say, and so unraveling that fucking snarl that's been crafted by generations <laughs> so of shitty people—that's <laughs> yeah. that's a tall order, man. Like it's easy to sit and and engage in conjecture, and I don't think—I mean, I think that's important. That's why we're doing this. You sure, know? I think that's... I think there's value to it, but it's just like talking, pulling, tugging on one thread just brings a whole fucking tapestry of horseshit with it, you know. Where it's just like fuck. But here we have all this data on government solutions for this, and it's like, do we waste the, even another second on that? Here's the problem: is not any. I they've tried everything. I, I think it's an unsolvable problem. That's very much very very possible. That That's, is, it doesn't matter why what it's circular, ridiculous shit we come up with or who we want to point a finger at. At this point, it is fucking unsolvable. Yeah. Okay, it does so seem we want like to reduce at a certain point. It's just trading problems for different problems. Yes. Yeah. So now we're <laughs> now we're doing trade offs. Now we're doing government. Now it's the reasonable party. So it's like we want to have the least amount of harm come to the to the most amount of people, right? So, uh, or we want the people not to have to deal with unless I personally don't like them. <laughs> right. And then Shane can just... Shane's a dictator. <laughs> so, I mean, that's why I'm so pro-legalization of these things is because the black market's where people are hurt the most. I mean, there's government interaction that's mm, also just, hard. It's just anarchy at its finest. It's two people deciding to do business together, but one of them might be a cunt and get shot for it instead of go to jail. It's just a higher risk that people The black market is an anarchy in, in the way that... It's not a cooperative thing. It's It's... 
literally a reaction to a, a market of monopoly, which is the government and their decisions. So it's it's not anarchy. It's not a market. It's black market for a reason. It's not the market. It's so it's a reaction to government diktat of what the fuck can be. People want something and they can't have it. So what if our <laughs> so government here's the becomes, price for it? So what if our government becomes agreeable with the cartels to say we will spend this much money to purchase drugs for our people? They'll go no because and then, we make more the other way. Yeah. <laughs> so the yeah, even if it was even if everything was legalized within our country, and you could go down to Jim Bob's Market and go buy your fentanyl and heroin, whatever the fuck you want, that takes out the black market. Yeah, but it doesn't solve that. that you're right. They're still they're still going to try and have a black market in it. They well. If if it's not if or a they would have not to be done agreeable. properly, like there will be a black market. People will yeah. people just instinctively know it's like we don't like that. Or they Fuck would have that. to agree to do business with us well, on the, an international I feel trade. Like you can you can tell me I'm fucking wrong about this, but it seems to me that in order for there to truly be no black market, there also has to truly be no restriction, like liter- like none. It has to be restrictions that people can live with. I mean, there's there's not a lot of black markets. All people in. in there's going to be like little black market transactions where people are like, I'm not buying apples for that price. I'm going to get me some, you know, whatever. Right. But uh, no, overall, but for the, you know, again, it's just trading off. So it's like, we want the most people playing by the most rules, fairly cooperating, yeah. you know, properly or whatever. Like, yeah, I agree. I just feel like that's, that's where my stance comes from that doing broad sweeping changes is, I think it's just going to create more ripple effects than it's actually going to be productive. You maybe, know? but look at it like this, like the hard drugs are right now, not only are they being sold by drug dealers, but they're being made by people that's not controlled in any way. So we don't know what the fuck's in cocaine. We don't know what the fuck's in heroin and stuff like that. You legalize drugs in this country, the first people that are going to be at the drugs are going to be the people that use them in the medical world. And so we automatically have pharmaceutical companies coming in with their labeling and their fucking all sorts yeah. of things that they're supposed to do. That sounds I mean, great. our government does. Well, pharmaceutical companies better, are totally on our side. Better than putting people in jail, better than ruining lives, better than sending cops out with no, guns Pharmaceutical to go get their companies are ruining a lot of lives and putting people in jail. <laughs> I know. Well, they, well, they, they I mean, ruin there, lives. There is a sure. certain but amount of drugs that our country buys to make medications, for sure, and they buy those from other countries, and I would assume that Mexico, um, they're, they're, they got to be do, they got to be doing business with cartels as it is already. Well, all the all the heroin in the world, most of it, I think, comes from Afghanistan. I believe it's like ninety five percent of it comes from that. Really, I didn't yeah. know that. <clears throat> so, it, yeah. so everybody's doing business with somebody. But uh, I don't know. To me, black markets are, are like what you learn about economics is you just do not want those, and and it creates corruption. It creates all the problems that we're talking about in the drug war. I mean, every bit of it. Uh, the shootings, the the turf stuff, the fact that they have any money at all comes from the fact that they're funded by this illegality. So if you take away their funding, they, we lose well, gang problems. We lose cartel problems. They'll replace them, but with less money. Right, but we and we touched on that. That's a win no matter what. Less money for like them to would, fuck around That would with. create desperation and drastic action I think what, is what why do you happen. think a lot of the gangs that were there's a right. lot of cartel operators that are already here and they're not here just hiding like they're here in positions of power sure you know so it's like if we made some broad sweeping change that took away their revenue stream overnight then it's 
War's on, boys. Well, they're just going to... What can they we do? No, we no longer have anything to lose, so... They're, they're just going to find another avenue, which a lot of them have. That's what? why. Well, that's why the switch has gone from to drug trafficking to sex trafficking. But sex trafficking, I don't think, makes nearly the much... I don't know, but it makes... I'm sure it makes a shitload. It's billions of dollars, I'm sure. I would say sure. it probably makes more. More yes. than drugs. More people want sex than drugs. But more people aren't willing to pay for fucking a slave or a fucking... You know what I mean? Not everybody's no. in... in I really don't think that that's more people do drugs uh, recreationally than than do than pay hookers for sex. More people have sex in life than do. Of drugs. course, we're not talking about. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying that there's there is but the a illegality. Larger, there's a larger market for sex than there is for drugs, even. But dr sex trafficking isn't the big part of the sex money. Like most most people in prostitution, are they? Are they children being sex trafficked, or are they coming through the country? I mean, are they slick sex slaves that are prostitutes? Like, I'm I'm not sure I understand. I mean, there's levels to every market. I mean, you got the cartels got, don't you have. Wanna a, say, you want to say drugs, the drug market. Well, technically, marijuana is part of the drug market, but there's levels to everything, right? There's people that are just fine with marijuana, then there's people that want cocaine, then there's people that want heroin. And there's people that want meth, and then there's people that want, you know, mm -hmm. like it, it gets deeper and deeper. And I'm sure the same is true with the sex as a market, you know. Yeah. So it really would come down to the difference in the prices that people are willing to pay, I imagine. But the customer base is the thing. Like, less than a tenth of a percent of human beings in the United States are going to try heroin. Less than a tenth of a percent will even try it in their lifetime, let alone be addicted to it and all that stuff. How many, what percentage I of people? I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know. It's. I mean, you can look into it if you like. That's what it was just not that long ago. But so, very, I mean, there's millions of people that try it throughout their life, but this is 330 million people here. But it's still like the majority of people will never try heroin in their life. The majority, the vast majority of people never will. The vast majority of people are in their life are not going to get a hooker either. And they're certainly not going to go looking for a child. Right. You know what I mean? So, I, I would venture to say that the uh, when it comes to opiates, um, you know, I can remember back in the day when you, there was a progression as a kid. You'd try chewing or smoking, and then you get into, you know, maybe some wine and then some beer, and then you're smoking some pot, and then maybe a little, little blow, and you just kind of go up the ladder. Not everybody does that, but let's, t let's take the people that go all the way up the ladder. Then you were into the heroin. Now, it's not uncommon to run across a 10-year-old who's hooked on fentanyl. It's not uncommon. uncommon. They, they skip all those gaps, and they're all the way at the top. That's just and and that is our own country's fault with pills. Quite frankly, that's awful. We started but that problem. What, what do you mean by not uncommon? Like, I mean, like most the last five years of my career, the conversations that I had with the young kids, they started at heroin. They started at fentanyl. They started at cocaine because of pills or something, or, of, or 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 stealing mom's pills. Yeah. Right, and that's that's, that's and, and honestly, more more times than not, that's really where it started. Is our own shit that we were doing, is is the oxys, the the the, the hydros. Mm -hmm. So things yeah. that are already regulated by the government, like pretty heavily, and it's, and it's not working. Right, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. That's my point. Like that's certainly not working. Right. Uh, yeah, human. Like you said before, Jeff, I don't think that there's a solution to it. If you could take out, if there was a way to that people could use the drugs but not do the crimes that are associated with the drugs. And it's not just the black market. I mean, you can make it as cheap as possible. It changes the person to have no, it, it, it turns them into ap apathetic people that 
their drive is not to go get a job to buy drugs or they're there it's because it's a lot easier it's you know, less effort with with more with more of an end result it's a hell of a lot easier to go steal someone's shit it takes 30 seconds to do that and go trade it for dope than it is to go work eight hours to get maybe less amount of money so sure. so the the it still creates the same person whether it's in a black market or if it was totally legal i agree except for I mean, I think it's a big deal, the fact that it's part of a criminal world yeah. compared to a legal world. Maybe you have less walking, I mean, doesn't it make sense that if you're, if you're addicted to heroin, but you're walking into a store where people sell heroin and know about, they can talk about heroin and they can say, hey, well, here's the obvious side effects of heroin, pal. We can see that, you know, did a, compared to going into Timmy's house that sells heroin mm, and has to watch out for cops on the street and has to hide it from his parents and can't talk to anybody about it because he's already, I mean, the difference is fucking night and day, the way we treat people, if it's legal or, and if it's decriminalized or, or just, you know, able to be used, it's night and day. And so these people, it's not just access to it and da, 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 it's a whole lifestyle of things that are going along. Like mom and dad, when it's illegal, they're like fucking, my mom was so fucking marijuana bong. I've never heard of that when it was legal. My mom was out there at Hempfest and shit cheering for it. It's a, there's, there's a, that's just my anecdotal mom, but that's a big deal. Like it's a big deal to me when I bought pot and had to drive to some jackass's house and smoke mm -hmm. it with him and be part of a fucking dumb ritual that yeah. whatever all, compared all to, going that, to the store. All that's true, but I don't know that it negates Jeff's point that he's making either. What's about, about the, it's not, it's not about the access or the legality so much as it is about how some of those substances rewire a person. Right. No, I get that, but we can't even talk to them until we arrest them if we do it in the black market if we do it in a in above ground way we can talk to them before they get to the point where they're robbing people and shit like that or we have a better chance to we have no chance in a black market to talk these people away from crime because they're part of the, to get the thing that they want they're committing a crime mm -hmm. so they're automatically part of that world that that to me is like the biggest fundamental reason to legalize things to where we can talk about it and where we can treat these people like people instead of us against them mm -hmm. instead of i guess with the thousands of people that i have communicated with whether i arrested them or not whether it was in my personal life or my professional life um it, the common thread is because of the addiction they do the crime anyway regardless sure. of where they can get it so we want to prevent people from like wanting to do the drug so that's again talking about it but it's not making it illegal nothing, doesn't make yeah. it happen it makes it so they get the access and no one talks to them about it and they get bullshit from people and and it's just in the shadows so that's the problem it's so it is so addictive and so strong that even making it illegal even it being a felony even the chance of getting shot every time they want to go buy it doesn't fucking deter them no, we can't even keep drugs out of prison. We just talked about prison pockets. Right. right. So it's not working. So right. for for I, many years we've had this drug war on where we've just punished people I mean, for what they want anyway. I, I mean, unless you go out and you start whacking the cartels, really. I mean, and there's always going to be someone to take their place. So I guess you got to stay on top of it. There's no way to stop it. Drive the money. Drive the money. I mean, if if if... Pfizer's making the money. They're already making billions of dollars off of other drugs that they legally sell. Uh, that's better than the cartels. But that's the, all, all we turn into is the drug dealers for our own people. That's just my my take on it. Except, yeah. but they want the drugs already. But now they don't have to do it in an alley. They can do it under the lights of a fucking 
RX story. We're making money off the demise of our own country either way. The same as beer. Do you want to make beer illegal? Do you want to make Jack Daniels illegal? I mean, that's... No, we're selling them poison, too. You want to yeah. make cheeseburgers illegal? Like, let people have the shit that hurts them. They don't, you know? Well, then, then, be, okay, then be okay with people sleeping under your fucking bushes and... and I think that I'm saying that I think there would be less of that if we treated I, this as a as a problem I, that we talk about instead of a problem that we just let the cops deal with. I don't think it will, but I guess we'll probably never know. How so? What do you mean? Because uh, as of right now, again, as far as possession goes, pose- merely possession, it's legal in this state, and property crimes, financial crimes and violent crimes are skyrocketing through the roof. We're, li- we're living in a city that's having a, lo- a police related shooting about every week to every other week now. I don't see why it would be beneficial to legalize possession without legalizing how to get it. Like if you don't legalize distribution what are you doing? That's just jerking off. You know, so you don't, you don't arrest people because they catch it but they have to go to a criminal to buy it. I can't, I mean, I can't stress that enough. That's the mm-hmm. fundamental thing. If you don't change that, you're just, just jerking off. So, of course, there's not going to be a change. Of course, and I don't know. We're, we've done, we, we should try it in California. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, you guys have These researched. Are the jokes, people. There's <laughs> many, many countries that have done this stuff, and, and it hasn't been as big a problem, but we have a different country. It is apples to oranges. If, if, if we had people in this country that just kept it themselves and did their own shit on the average, it would be a different conversation, but we don't. Yeah. I think on average, we definitely we definitely do. A lot of people aren't. Most people don't. We're talking about the demographic that we're speaking of. Oh, of drug users. Yes. Oh. Yeah. yeah well, there's a lot of shit that's tied to it too. Because, like, if you let's say you were very successful and you married somebody who was not as successful, but you married them anyway, and then through whatever. Whatever means, just for the sake of the argument, they decided, no, I'm divorcing you, and I'm exposing every skeleton in your closet, and I'm ruining you, and I'm taking everything from you. You can't tell me that one of the first thoughts to run through your head is, well, this process of her doing this to me will take longer than me burning this fucking house down. So I'm just going to burn the house down, because I suddenly have nothing left to lose, and I'm still here and they won't get here fast enough to stop me from doing it. So if she's going to take everything from me, I'm just going to make sure she doesn't have anything. That's my analogy to explain what would happen if you tried to dry up the cartel's money stream overnight. They've already got their resources, and word travels a lot faster than those resources are going to go away from them, and they're already here. So it wouldn't shock me. War in the streets is their game, dude. Like They don't give a fuck that we're a highly armed populace. They're very highly armed. <laughs> and there's people that will just be like, well, I'm going to be on their team because they're fucking strong and cutthroat and they know what's up. So, like, I, don't, I just, I think, I don't know that they would win ultimately, but it would be a fucking royal mess. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think for a second that they wouldn't do it. So, you're saying that if we dried up their money supply, that they would retaliate through violence? Yeah. All right. I mean, that's their MO. (laughs) I mean, they've got a pretty big overhead from what I understand. So they'd have to keep that money going, which is probably why they haven't retired yet. You know what I mean? So I I would assume we're not the only country that that, uh, that they sell to. No. Right. Exactly. Gets out. But I think our our country is is definitely a big source. We got 330 million people and 
who knows how many people are definitely the neighbors for sure yeah 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 all right, anyway, well, so borders, fuck. yeah, make it uh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of complicated. I, I'm, for borders. <laughs> I'm, I'm for borders, but I'm also uh, for making it uh, not as complicated for people that, that actually want to go through a process to be here. Yes. So they don't have to, you know, be uh, smuggled in. Yes. So they don't have to live in a cage. So they don't have to prostitute and sell drugs or get whacked. Because I don't think that's okay either. I don't either. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think we should be keep people in cages for hardly any reason yeah. you know the way we treat I people mean, that are coming here whether they're right or wrong to come here we should definitely be nice about it we should be kind uh, yeah. we shouldn't but if it's yeah. something that very should least be we should be humane yeah. <laughs> yes yeah. and i mean i understand it's a logistical nightmare yeah. and whether sure. people want to admit it or not right. the citizens are paying for it so we need to know the numbers and we need to know what kind of budget to have for it because like you said we're just writing checks and nobody knows the extent of that it's really important to, to know that in our lives. Like, we have to know how much we're spending and how much we're spending it on. It just makes sense, right? I mean, so. I can't imagine it's cheaper to house and process large groups of illegal immigrants than it would be to just build an HOV lane and load them up by the truckload and just pipe them right back. You know, hey, you can come in legally. Otherwise, if we catch you, we're putting you in a truck and we're taking you right back. There's no processing. There's no separating your family or whoever you're with. We're just going to take you all in the group that you came in. We're going to put you in this truck and you're fucking going back. <laughs> and we have speed access right through the... We'll just... We'll, they just flash, keep, the, we'll flash our fucking frequent flyer past to the border just, on yeah, the way through. Yeah, they keep seeing each other at the same <laughs> yeah. time. Like, hey, Larry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I saw you last week, too. So learn from the European rail systems and get one that goes north and south. And every 15 minutes, it's just running. <laughs> Shit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, well, maybe we did solve something this time. Perhaps an oversimplification, but I'm just saying, I mean, fucking try it. Try it out. Who knows? All right. <laughs> well, boys, uh, we got in the weeds there. A lot has we, transpired. Yeah, we, got, we got in the weeds on that one. I felt like it was good, though. It yeah. Was, we got, I love you, Jeff. We disagree. And <laughs> we just disagree on yeah. that one. That's okay. okay. That's yeah, all you, good. You always are so worried after we have an intense conversation. That my <laughs> you look are, mad. You look Jeff, mad you and sad. No, I'm, no I'm, I'm, I'm in my serious mode because I'm trying to listen to what you're saying. And I'm trying to wrap my brain around where you're at. Right. And, and this is just one that I can't do it. it. It is what it is. We're always going to disagree on that. Right. But black, you, under, black you, you understand bad, Jeff, where I come all. from. You understand yeah. I have really, really thick skin. You're not going to hurt me. Oh, I hope so. It's really okay. I know. We've been friends a long time yeah. at this point. But, well, <laughs> you should know that by now. I know. You guys are hurting my feelings, so I think you should move yeah, on. Yeah, because neither of us cared if, you, if you're <laughs> hurt. Right. Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> right. I know you're fine, you thick-skinned right. bitch. Here, so this know. is our last episode of this year. It is. So we it's the New Year's bullshit. It's New Year's. Can we talk about New Year's for a second? Oh, yeah. Talk about New Year's. Let's. What? So I have this theory, right? Uh, Is it about borders and drugs? Y2K was 2000, right? Okay. Um, do you guys remember? You you were working, right, Jeff? I know you told me off my... <laughs> yeah, I was, were, I was working. working and it, was, it was a fun night. A lot of precautionary measures were taken. Oh, my God. No, my no department, I don't know how much they spent on... <laughs> All on their computers oh, to no. make sure everything was good. My chief was losing his fucking mind. He really thought that oh, the world was... No just gonna Dude. come crashing down Norton, what a great Norton IT and McAfee antivirus probably just yeah the only <laughs> the only thing that happened that century, night that literally. was different was a drunk guy out in front of the police department was there to pick a fight with the police and he told me that he was a werewolf and he started acting as though he was gonna shapeshift and <coughs> tried to fight me and then quickly ate concreties for dinner and then went to jail so <laughs> concreties yeah. it's like wannabe werewolves <laughs> 
should have been me. I would have really done it. Mm. <laughs> Want to be where? Yeah, Y2K was uh, pretty hilarious to me. And one of those like the world's end gonna end, and then it didn't. And then fast forward, we had 2012, right? Mm. And uh, all them predictions. Everybody was convinced based on the Mayan calendar. Which there was, was a yes. There was a police officer that literally gave away all his worldly possessions. I wish I was his neighbor. So crazy. <laughs> I'll take dude. your pool like, table. Not one that worked with my agency, but a neighboring agency. All it takes is like a cursory amount of Googling to like totally poke that theory full of holes anyway, just yeah. as far as like how that calendar even correlated to our calendar, especially with the adoption of the Gregorian calendar somewhere in there. It's right. just like, uh, guys. No, 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 no. <laughs> Look up who made this bullshit up. Find out who the source is. But it was so fun, man. Like it was like a, it was like the war of the worlds phenomenon, but on steroids. <laughs> You it know, was pretty fun. Like it was it was wild to live through it, but so we had 2000, we had 2012, and so uh, 2024. Following that logic, should be the next uh, right. Every two, every yeah, every 12 years is what we're doing, right? I, I mean, hmm? I <laughs> 10, how many 12? how many occurrences does it take to form a cycle? Three. <laughs> <laughs> how many licks does it take to get to the center of a tussie pot? Three. <laughs> See, I'm onto something here. Two. Two. Only two. Three. No, he it's said three. three. It is a two. Fuck a with three. Me. A three. <laughs> I know. I remember. I do too. So, uh, I'm, things to look forward to. <laughs> I mean, the yeah. world's kind of been trying to end for a couple of years at least. Now, so <laughs> it's trying to get through down to the toilet drain, but it's just circling still. Maybe it's a different rubbing. pattern. Maybe it's 2000, 2012, and then it was 2020, and then it's going to be 2032. Oh, it could be going. Hmm. If 10, I, 12, 10, 12. If we wrote this down, yeah, damn it, there's a pattern happening. <laughs> Whoever wrote this code, it's not, it's fucking obvious. It's got to be 23. Everything turns in, it's 23. It's Michael Jordan. Everything time. equals 23. <laughs> you got to watch the movie. Or it's 42. I think uh, it's 27, 2.7. 2.7. Right? Goddamn. Now we're just rambling random numbers at each other. What do you guys, okay, so we're doing 75 hard. That's what's uh, happening. That, that's what's it. happening in 2023 is 75 hard. It's going to start. Yeah. And that's 75 days of being, this, of having a boner. Like the whole time, right? <laughs> it's kind of exactly. what happens, yeah. Okay. I mean, you're eating healthy, you're working out, you're they feeling life good. Boner. I just, I Things just are going bought on. A, I just life bought boner. a bull quarter of Cialis, so I'm ready to rock. Life boner and a <laughs> literal boner. So this, by the time you guys hear this episode, it'll be like we're. It's just about go time at this point. Yeah. Like, what are we? This our last episode came out right before Christmas. Mm-hmm. This will be on the 28th, and yeah. Be. So you've got three days. Yeah, Two Two days, days, depending on when you're listening to this, uh-huh. <laughs> you might be out of time right now. <laughs> Get it prepared. So uh, we're, we're gearing up. I'm excited, honestly. I'm, yeah, I, I'm, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm looking Will you teach me it. what I'm in for? Like, what am I in for? I'm on I'm board. I've explained this to you only 10 times. No, sorry. 10 more times. <laughs> All right, so you're going to wake up and uh, grab a book while you're drinking your whatever you drink in the morning whiskey, goat's milk, or whatever. Tiger blood. Yeah, and you're going to read 10 pages from a book that you're learning something from. Fuck yeah. You know? Okay. Not Fifty Shades of Grey, you know. <laughs> oh. I, I'm doing all less excited. I'm now. doing all survival shit this time. Okay, porn um, magazines don't count as. Well, I guess technically you could be learning something, but no, that doesn't count. All right. We all know it's not your first foray, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> you've so, already learned all that. <laughs> uh, and I'm then, just re- I'm reiterating mainly for you know in case somebody just tuned in. <laughs> then you get up and you know go find yourself a mirror you can see yourself in, and uh, you know get into your into your skivs or whatever, and take a picture of yourself. Okay. And then get redressed and go outside, 
for 45 minutes and go do a workout. I don't care if you do jumping jacks in your front yard, if you run, if you walk, do something that do something with a purpose outside for 45 minutes. The whole intent is it doesn't matter what the weather is. Yeah, it's going to suck. That's the point of it. Do it anyway. It creates discipline. Cool. And then make sure you drink a gallon of water a day. Make sure you're eating healthy. Create your own, in quotes, diet. Eat healthy food. Don't eat cookies. Don't eat chips. All the bullshit. The point is, formulate a diet that gears towards results you'd like to have for yourself. Some right. people some people want to gain weight. I mean, I have friends with stupid metabolisms. Right. That but have been chips still skinny. isn't the right thing to eat you know? there. No, of course not. I mean, about me? things that are things that have ingredients in them that you can't pronounce are probably not good for any diet. But, huh. but, uh, formulate, come up with a diet. Spend some time thinking about this. These are the results I'd like to see, and these and and I did some reading, and these foods would be good for that, and also good for me. And then formulate that diet and stick to it. That's, exactly, that's the essence of yeah. it. Yeah, and do picking not, a diet and sticking to it. And, and this is this is about being. Uh, honest to yourself as well don't cheat don't cheat it's that simple right. don't fucking cheat that's the point of it because you can yeah. cheat and it it's about se- this is about <laughs> self-discipline and you know you can tell when somebody really did this program or if they faked it because they get a real because there's something that happens results. to you it, things happen in your life that are really really positive and if you fake it it's easy to spot. Hmm. So don't don't fuck around. Do it right. I mean, do this no one's with intent. Know but you except do this for us. with purpose. Jeff will know. Jeff, <laughs> Jeff already knows if you're going to quit. He can sense. And then it. he knows at least three, at least three hours. But it's it come to your have, house with a bag. <laughs> at least three hours, but it, it can be longer. You do a second forty-five minute workout. At least forty-five minute. Workout. So an hour and a half a day. You're an hour and a half a day of working out and two forty-five minute sessions. One of those has to be outside. Okay. Both of them can be outside. Sometimes I did two of them outside. You know, is there a reason? Do they explain why the reason outside? Just to, yeah, it's a discipline. Just oh, it, in it, case. It, but what if you live in Florida and it's fucking tight out? Well, or California and it's nice out. Then it's like fuck yeah, I want to be outside. Then it's not as disciplined as if you live in Minnesota, bro. I'm just why throwing. do you think I did it in the winter the first time? I know, but a guy can do it in the winter in, in California and it'd be like, it's fine. Well, you absolutely can. Yeah. I think regardless of the weather, it's more inconvenient to go outside than yeah. it is to just do yoga in your living. It's room. inconvenient yeah. to do two different workouts at uh-huh. a time because you have to. You have to balance your schedule. I'm just questioning. I'm just asking. I'm just curious. (laughs) Because you have to balance your schedule. You guys are selling this great by yelling at me. (laughs) You fucking listen. I'm talking louder. (laughs) This is the 13th time you guys have told me on air. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about again. Because every time I explain it as I'm talking, you're talking into the mic as I'm. Oh, yeah. Because I'm trying to make you hear me over the mic is what I'm I'm doing. (laughs) Did you just call me a cunt? Yeah, a little bit. All right. But I mean, he's got part yeah. Ah, I just wanted you to say it for the listeners that are new, you know, in case right. there's new people. I'm so, sure that never happens. And then uh, Andrew, Andy Fursella has a, uh, he's the one that designed it. Oh, you also, you missed a part. What, you like, also have to sorry. drink a gallon of water every day. Yeah. Yeah, you have to drink a gallon of water every day. I thought, okay. I, I, thought I hit that, but I. Maybe I just didn't hear it. I'm a cunt. Too. Oh, I might have got it. <laughs> Holy shit! I thought we were doing a podcast, not a Jeff cast. Jesus Christ! Um, I already know the answer. This was for the listeners. God damn it! I've listened okay. to you talk about this goddamn 15 times in a row off right. off the air. Uh, I so can anyway. tell you about how to do. 70, I know how he's going to do a 75 hard. I know where he's going. I know what he's going to eat. So Jeff and I are excited about this. I'm, I'm very Zach, stoked. Zach about is grudgingly and lovingly coming along for the ride. <laughs> I already quit. <laughs> well, and what's interesting is is I got. I mean, I, I did the program. Had a lot of changes in life. Uh, 
and it's just that time it's like okay i this helps me get reorganized this helps me get refocused on on some shit in your life and and one of the biggest things that i that i found with it is and i think we might have talked about this a little bit on the last episode did you mention no alcohol sorry oh yeah no yeah no alcohol yeah thanks again somebody help me out i've I've sent the the link specifically real quick what is it real quick there's here's the here's the bullet points no alcohol gallon of water Read an read ten pages a day mm-hmm. of something that teaches you something, something that teaches you something. Yeah. One forty five minute workout uh, inside or outside. Another one for sure outside. Right. Uh, and a diet, sensible and diet, and a diet that you stick to. Yeah, you yep. do it for and 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 uh, uh, your picture every day and the, progress picture, picture progress every day. Picture. Cool. And you also have to send me a message and tell me how much you want to be in my cult. That's yeah. another. Kind of, I added that miss, one, but I think it's important. That's seventy five. For the sake of discipline, heart. if you, you don't miss, have enough discipline, if you, if, you, <laughs> if you don't really want it, if you miss any one of those seven things in any day, you have to start back at day one. Okay. And you're doing it for seventy five. But it's seventy five consecutive days, starting. Starting the first. Okay. Yes. So what's the day that we end just for the... 75 days from the first. Well, I wonder what... (laughs) January 75th. It ends on the 75th. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I was hoping it was uh, March 11th, uh, 11th. (laughs) All right. Well, fuck me running. I think now we're we're all tuned in and we're ready to go. And uh, people don't believe me. If you do it, you will see that things in your life will change for the positive. And we've I already got that. we've already got a seventy five hard channel on Discord. We're gonna create if we haven't done by this point. We're gonna create a, a messenger thread or somebody. A yeah, there, there's there's people that don't get on Discord. Messengers just easier part of their life. And and uh, I I don't know how to create a page like that and 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 invite people. I'm, I'm not I'm not smart enough. Yeah. Somebody help me out. Create a seventy five hard page on Messenger. We have a super um, talented community of people that, if if that's something you guys want, uh, just partner up with us, and we'll. Yeah, I'd be more than happy to help. Pretty pleased with sugar on <laughs> well, top. Do that for me. I'll be in there every day. How do you guys plan on? Uh, okay, so that's part of it. How do you guys plan on communicating this? Because we're kind of doing this as a group. Uh, are you guys yeah. going to show your faces? Do I'm some gonna, progress throughout. I I know I know Jeff will video do video or something. I know Jeff will do this and more, but I'm going to commit to doing like. Uh, Either I'll I'll hop on to the Discord most likely because that's just my kind of my home base of operations. And there's people there's I'll people that just the work in there too, right? I mean, I don't see them on Facebook. They're more in Discord. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, correct. It's just a matter of preference, like anything. But and you don't have to I, be on Discord. I'm gonna do, this at home. I'm gonna do uh, I'm gonna either pop into the Discord for a little bit and at least like I don't know maybe I'll and for the love of God, don't feel obligated to share your progress pictures. That's not what this is about. Yeah. I might, I might share a few of mine along the way. If I am noticing a change, I'll be like, wow, look at this one compared to this one guys, just as for the sake of encouragement. And I don't care. I'm you not guys, showing you guys, shit until day you guys, 76. You guys can look at me. I don't care. But, but, uh, I'm going to try to do, um, some little, little video updates too here and there. And, I- and just post them. And so just be like, "Hey guys, what's that? this is what <laughs> this sucks?" Or oh, yeah. I'm feeling good. Or you know, like <laughs> yeah. I decided. Uh, so last time I did it, I went off Facebook for all 75 days. I just did it on my own. It was it was a personal preference for me. I wanted to make sure it was all about me. This time now, since I'm trying to promote people to do this because I want them to better their lives and understand how good it feels, I'm going to on Facebook every day do something for 75 hard and, and what I'm doing mostly to show I'm, I'm not asking you to do something that I'm not willing to 
willing to do myself. I'm doing this too because I understand the importance of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna try it a little different this year. Yeah. Cool. It'll be I think it'll be cool to do it as a journey with everybody and we can we can I mean we should have a little party at the end. We should do a, a live stream thing with everybody that joined yeah, us. That'd be cool. And uh, yeah, so I think that'd be awesome. It. So yeah, I mean, I think it'd be cool if uh, when we start, like on day one, anybody who wants to just come sound off at whatever your preference on either uh, Discord or Facebook, and we could build. I mean, shit, it might be fun to build I, like a little roster and be like, you know, I would love go. to have a roster. To know yeah. who all's. A lot of people have reached out and asked me questions, but come day one i want to know who's doing this and i'm not going to shame you if you fall out or anything like that man this is your life not mine i'm just trying to help you you can take out of this what you want mm-hmm. if, if, if it ends up not working out you can always try it again let me tell you if you I'm, disappoint jeff you're going to feel it it's not going to feel good i'm going to shame you mercilessly personally <laughs> jeff will be shame good. if you shame shame it's is, fine jeff is good cop i'm bad cop in this scenario <laughs> slappity slaps <laughs> slaps from both of these guys that's no, for sure that, I want you to do good. I'm going to encourage you to do good. If you, it, it, we're going to call it what it is. If you fail, then you fail. You have a, you have the option in life to restart if you need to. We do me a favor. Yeah, we pick one person and encourage them to do bad. Just pick one random person, be we, like, and just no, do the. No, we purposely I trained him wrong. I'm kidding. As a joke, <laughs> <laughs> this was my joke for you. It's not funny, but I try. <laughs> Fuck. Cool. Shit. Well, All right. I'm looking forward to it. I hope you guys are excited. Uh, I know Jeff's excited. And uh, I'm stoked. And I quit. Zach, from Zach Zach previous conversations, Zach, I'm done. Zach's already had enough. Zach's, Zach's, hard. Zach's not ready yet, and that's okay. Zach, hope, Zach will either find his time or he won't. That's I'm okay. disciplined enough in other ways, but I like cookies. <laughs> fuck them. No, I, I like it. I think I'm going to do it. I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to do it with you guys because fucking sounds fun. So yeah. it, it, I'm telling you, it's a commitment. It is. I, but one of the biggest things that I found, I think I touched this on this last show, is it forces you to have to be organized and be disciplined as busy as you think your life is now you start getting halfway through this and you're like what was i doing with all my time because i'm able to do all this and i have so much free time it really does Mm -hmm. change your life and i will say that one of the bigger things may have been because i got off of facebook during that but there was it it got me so structured in every aspect of my life that I just got shit done. And then I had time to, when I had time to sit down, I, I almost felt guilty about it. It's like, fuck man, what? It? So I, I'd start a new project as well. So I got more accomplished in those 75 days than I probably did in six months prior it. to that. That sounds super so, attractive to me. I'm, I'm curious cause this, this won't be the first stint of something akin to this that I've done. I haven't done this specific one obviously so I'm excited to try it but I've done things like that in the past and carried a lot of it forward with me not always consistently but the the values that I took out of it have lingered and uh, I'm convinced as I sit before you now that I don't waste very much time at all but I'll be interested to see it how if and how that changes through the through doing this if i if i notice a big change yeah. and i believe that there'll probably be an energy boost too just from feeling good and right, after right. A, a while of working out yeah. can i ask you guys yeah. uh so 45 minutes of the workout one of the workouts is going to be probably cardio right of some kind like a walker it's generally what i do like i uh yeah I, so i was like I was carrying a backpack that I got up to 120 pounds. Yeah, I remember. That I was shirt. walking in the yeah. ice, sometimes in snowshoes, sometimes sometimes with spikes, with a 120 pound pack on my back. I do not expect you it's to like do that. Like he was that. training for fucking I'm, fighting Dolph Lundgren, baby. I was, what did you what put I, in it? 
weights and what I, I stuffed it with blankets and <laughs> blankets, <laughs> sleeping bags, and got it super tight and got the weights to sit up higher. Hmm. And I just I started out with seventy five pounds and I and then I got up to where I was adding ten pounds a week. And once I got to a and then so as once I got to one hundred and twenty, I think I was at one hundred and twenty five. I stopped putting the weights on, looking like this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> but I kept doing it. Yeah, you did. And huh. uh, but I don't expect people to do that. Right. It, 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 Sounds kind you of get so to tailor this to where you're at. So, but what are you doing? Like, what are you going to do for the 45 minute workout? What does that look like? I know it'll be different from day to day. For the workout, but, um, what's the average? Well, if I go into the gym, I'm, I'm there longer, honestly. Um, but what's I've got? I, I've got this thing that I, I that uh, Polly and I put together called the Gross Motherfucker. It was it's 12 sets of 12 different exercises that you had to do 12 reps each. So okay. it was like a series of like, I'd start with jumping jacks and then I'd go to push-ups, and then I'd go to so circuit. toe touch. Yeah. Okay. And I was not able to complete Those are hard. 12 rounds. It was, oh, I'm, yeah. So my goal is to be able to do that in the 45 minutes um, this year, okay. which I wasn't able to do that last year. And I was, in, I was in better shape then than I am now. So we'll see how it goes. Well, so what would you recommend for somebody that's like, what would a workout look like for the 45? I mean, if, if one of them's just walking, that should be one or cardio, yeah, some just, kind of yeah, walk, or and jumping on trampoline or fucking do you think, jump rope. Are you, are you in a position to share that uh, plan that you had your guy make up for you? The ABCs thing? Oh uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I can just kind of talk about it. I Next sent time. it to somebody. I think I sent it to Terry Meisner. Yeah. Um, I just didn't know. I know that was something you had him formulate for you. Yeah. So what I did was I, what he did for me, and you can do this with any. Actually, so you take the alphabet and you just write it north to south, A to Z, and then you just add an exercise for each letter. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, some of them, some of them were are, are ridiculous on there, like thirty uh, burpees, burpees, yeah. And, and some of them Fuck are a little bit, or you know, just ten, ten, hot take from ten or fifteen burpees can go to. Yeah, hell. they suck, but they're, but they're one of the best exercises you can do. Yeah. Uh, you know, joints. some of them are, are <laughs> different variations of jumping jacks or push-ups or different styles of push-ups or different styles of jumps. Um, and it, yeah, you don't need any weights for it, which is really nice. So you spell out something like "I'm a bad motherfucker today," and then you do each letter. You you go to each letter and you do that exercise. That's fun. Now that may not, but you got to go forty five minutes. Words repeatedly. (laughs) Yeah, everyone has a curse. Everyone has a curse word in it, but you have to do it for forty five minutes. So you make it may make it through there. So add another add another word in there until you're at at forty five minutes. No, I'm saying I'm not making coherent sentences. My workout's going to be. Fuck, cunt, ass, piss. <laughs> <laughs> just, you end up working out just your calf muscles yeah. somehow. You're like, damn it, dude, it's Weird. just calf. <laughs> I remember one of them, one of the vowels was like 30 squat thrusts or 30 burpees. And I'm like, I got to find a word that doesn't have too many of that letter. <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't have made this a vowel. This one sucks. <laughs> uh, so we're going to, Polly and I are going to revamp uh, the dirty motherfucker. And uh, I'll, I'll get that out to people okay. too. It, Honestly, what I what I put in it was some pretty advanced shit. It was too hard. I'm I'm gonna break one down a little bit easier uh, for people to start with. It, it it's just an idea for people to do. Sure, yeah, you can um, do whatever you want. I, I prefer to lift weights more than anything, but I'm trying to change some things about what I'm doing. So 75 hard. You're not taking a single day off of lifting. Nope. Okay. So that's so there's no recovery day for your muscles and stuff. So you're gonna be sore pretty much until the end of till day 50 or so, right? 
Yeah, depends on the person, really. Depends on your effort that you put in. Um, well, being just, sore is good. It means you're building muscle and tearing right. down muscle and rebuilding. Being sore and being hurt are two different. Getting used to two yeah, different yeah. things. Don't hurt yourself. Yeah. yeah. My plan um, is to do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna alternate days, and one day I'm gonna do like hard calisthenics for my 45 minute indoor deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so essentially the program, the thing or the what system you were about. just talking yeah. about or some variation of it. So, uh, and then every day, it, my second workout or maybe the first, I mean, I might flip flop them sure. in, Dep- during the day. It really but yeah. depends on your one, schedule and you can flip them one, one, one day indoor calisthenics and then outdoor, you know, kind of like heart rate training shit. Like we were talking about, like alternating walking and jogging to try and maintain a certain heart rate for cardio. And then next day, instead of doing 45 minute calisthenics, I'm going to do a 45 minute like power yoga, which is still kind of calisthenics, but it's also going to keep me limber enough to if where you're when into I'm yoga and the hard shit. And it's, it's keeping me, you know, if you're into myself. yoga, do yoga. Yoga is a goddamn workout. Yeah, it is. You just, you just stand on one spot and sweat. It sucks. So, it so that workout. is all okay. It doesn't have to be this hardcore shit, yeah. right? You, right. This is tailor it to you. The one thing I recommend on the cardio side is find out what your 70% heart rate is, which is 220 minus your age. That's your, uh, that's your, excuse me, that's your max heart rate. Okay. And then you do 70, and so you take your max heart rate, find out what 70% of that is, and you can just ask your phone, it'll tell you. <laughs> Write that down so you don't forget the number. And what you want to do is have, you have a 45 minute cardio session at that heart rate, 70%. It's not that high, it's not that hard. That You are getting the maximum amount of fat burn and strengthen, heart strengthening That's at 70%. Wow. If you do 40 jumping jacks, your heart rate will exceed that. I tested this theory. <laughs> really? That's one of the things I do. I've, At least mine does. One of, my letters, one of my letters is 50 exactly. jumping jacks. Um, yeah. I, I, dude, jumping jacks, I do jumping jacks so often. I, I just, I actually really like to jumping and jacks. You know, it like, your gets lo- your blood flowing. Yeah. So like your you're getting a little bit of cardio. You're getting some calisthenic fucking muscle work. And it's so easy. Like you could, I, like I'll be sitting there working on my computer and I'm just like, Fuck, I'm so done with this. I'll just go in the living room and be like, <laughs> but look, you don't have to stay. Th- I just recommend the 70% because that's most people, most people want to lose weight and most right. people want to strengthen their heart. There, there's some science behind the 70%, but Hey, you want a day, you want to break yourself off and just do sprints, right? You know, you can do whatever you want. Sprint pole to pole and do that for 45 minutes. Pull, what I mean by is light pole to light pole is kind of, it's, it, it's something I used to do. I would sprint to one light pole and then I'd walk to the next and sprint to the sure. next one. Like lines or something. Yeah. So uh, there's all kind of, there's nothing wrong. Just do everything with an intent. Yes. And do it yeah. for 45 minutes. I think what I'm going to do is. And if uh, you live where there's snow, be careful if you're running. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you, I, I, I own spikes. I we wear are, them. They're we're, great. You're yeah. not responsible for anybody's contusions <laughs> and or concussions if you're not responsible in the winter. Try and, <laughs> try and wear some reflective gear, all that stuff. So, but you can also rotate upper body and you know core and upper Absolutely, body, and then yeah. do lower body and core another day and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. So you don't you're not always working the same muscles. So they you can get some, and you should. I would yeah, say. I would yeah. say so too. Uh, but we're not you know. Well, you guys are. You guys know what to do. Fucking right. you're well, on then, the internet. Don't disclaimer: listen to We're not doctors. Not we're not doctor. responsible. And then for I added adult in, behavior. Yeah. I added in my uh, push up sit up challenge as well, just as an extra workout into mm-hmm. it. I don't yeah. recommend that for people. But that was really hard. That was hard for me to keep up with. Uh, 
but we'll I'm, do that. We'll do that next. That was fun. I want to try it again. I don't want to. Yeah. I want to see if I can do 500 push-ups in a yeah, day. Yeah, it's, it's a five-week. It's a five-week uh, push-up and uh, heel toucher is what I do because it's better on my back. That okay. was a five-week program where you start out at doing 100 a day of mm-hmm. each, and then at, at five weeks you're doing 500 a day. So you end up doing 10,500 push-ups, 10,500 uh, heel touchers. Yeah, and. Guess what? Makes a difference. You feel body. like a badass if you're doing it for a week. You're like, dude, I've done a lot of push-ups <laughs> this week. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Problem with push-ups for me is they fucking play havoc on my wrists. Like it's just because I have fucking shitty tendon problems in my wrists to begin with. So yeah. like, doesn't matter. I've like studied how to do posture. I've tried knuckle push-ups. Everything is just like it just. Is hard on my wrist. I do it anyway, but I'm always just like, "Fuck right. push-ups, man!" Ow. Yeah. We, can just take the, we can just take your hands off of the wrist and get one hand, one one seventy five or seventy five hard is worth it, bro. Just <laughs> fuck it. The whole just point of this is you don't have to break wrist. yourself off, but do it with intent. Yeah. And understand that you're doing this for you. You're not doing this for me. You're not doing this for Shaden. You're not doing this for anybody but yourself. And that's okay. Value that and get something out of it. But full disclosure, you're doing it a little bit for me. <laughs> I'll be very disappointed. But I, but I really do. I do really want to well. know, up uh, when we start, who is all in all, in on this, mm-hmm. um, because I want to be able to encourage you. I want to yeah. be able to cheer you on. Yeah, yeah we want you know? some. We want some shout outs, some progress updates. Feel like you know, day three in the bag, nailed it. Yeah, know? yeah. I think we should suggest, uh, as far as actually the progress pictures and stuff like that, I'm not showing mine until this is all done. You can see day one. You can see day 75. I think everybody should do that. Let's At, at day 76, we'll flood that 75 hard. With your before and after. With your before and after. Okay, so everybody can see yeah. the success. And that way I'll know who's in it. And then if your picture's in there, okay, you completed it. Good for you. That's awesome. Yeah. And you don't have to out yourself if, if you... If you failed yeah. You know? yeah for sure and yeah. you also don't have to post your workout pictures if it makes you super uncomfortable yeah and if you're yeah, uncomfortable with that's fine too <laughs> please but. don't don't feel bad this is all just low pressure every bit of it this is so good like reading a little bit drinking water fucking i love it this is uh this is valuable stuff and and walking counts like yeah grab your grab your partner hold their hand and walk at a brisk pace so your heartbeat gets up there for 45 that's fucking tight yep that's one of them cool well yeah that's awesome i'm excited let's wrap this episode up boys it's fucking uh, thank you to all the folks you guys know who you are trusted trusted turd triad all that stuff hell yeah just ridepod at gmail.com and we've got you uh, can get a hold of us because it's just a ride pod that's where it is we have merch Mm -hmm. we have a patreon Mm -hmm. of which we have many splendid members to which we are very thankful Mm mm-hmm and we didn't get to read your names this time. We'll read your, your the new ones next week. No, I don't know, you guys. Genuinely, have a happy new year. I hope yeah. uh, life starts fantastic for you in the new year. If it hasn't been that way before that, yeah. So, Let's hope twenty twenty three is uh, just whatever your year. And make a make a quality toast for New Year's because that's your last drop for seventy five days. <laughs> <laughs> you better make it at eleven fifty nine. All right. Well, as always, we'll talk at you in the future. It'll seem like the present. Bye. Mm-hmm. See ya. It's just a ride. Oh, it's just a ride. Bing. Bong. That one had rhythm till it fell apart. <laughs> <laughs>